All right, what's up everybody and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 142. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas and joining me tonight, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. Let me turn you up. Let me turn you up here, Fred. Let me pull my, my mic my, in. My low? No, I think it's my headphones. I got low these the cheap vocals. ass headphones yeah. and I got a... And I have laundry going behind me. Oh, okay. Everybody in the house decided to come down at 10 of. <laughs> do and, some laundry? And, yeah, yeah, do laundry. And they were just like, hey, you doing your show? And I was like, yeah, at nine. It's like 10 of. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Sounds about right. I don't know what that, yeah, I don't know what that means. Sounds about right. So they're, they're doing laundry. So I think maybe it's the noise. But I think I'm good. Okay, you might be hearing Thank- a hum too. I got a space heater on. It's cold, trees. We got a dusting. You know how you guys got snow? We don't yeah. get snow out here in Kansas because it's global warming dusted. and shit. So we got dusted. two inches that if it touched mm-hmm. concrete would melt immediately. Okay. And it's just a light dusting of uh, powder on the surface of the <clears throat> lawn. And hiding underneath it is tons of water that the dogs get to slosh up in and try it. to come into this fucking house covered in. And they love it. They love it. The nastier, the better. Drake oh. came in and he's just like, Daddy, look how dirty I got. Look at me. Covered in filth. Can I hug you? Disrespected. Disrespecting yeah. your house. These dogs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't have dogs. Yeah. That's why I don't have Oh, yeah. Cats are the most respectful creature of all time. We know <sighs> that. Yeah, they respect <laughs> themselves and no one else. <laughs> <clears throat> but <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I turned my space heater off down here because even though it gets a little chilly down here, mm-hmm. that space heater, like it's like one of those little fake fireplaces. You know, it looks like it has like fake fire in oh, it. Oh, nice. That thing, I will be like sweating through my clothes and like. <laughs> 20 minutes so mine's so got a like, remote so i i'll turn it on and off throughout the show you won't i don't really notice I, but yeah I, I do have a remote i should turn it on for some noise let's see let me grab my remote okay let's see if it reaches if i'm sitting in my chair let me grab it off the shelf <laughs> i've never tried this it, it's funny you just said that all right so i'm sitting there oh it's on there you go i'm such a dope never once did it occur to me no, it's all good. I, it's uh, one of those things. you know. I, it's like I never think about it. I keep the remote on top of the mantle of the fake fireplace. It never occurs to me to bring the remote with me. It's all good. So you like, go. Thank you. Well, I, I remember this is also my home office. So as I freeze mm-hmm. tomorrow during meetings, I'm going to have to turn that yeah. on and off, right? Like, Because I got a leaky window over here. No. It just gets a little drafty sometimes. And uh, the weather's like 32. So it's definitely mm-hmm. going to get drafty. Not crazy draft, right? And and everyone's like, you should fix that. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking, I've gone over it on this show. So just know I've gone over it and you can go back mm-hmm. to previous episodes. Go through all of them. It's fine. Um, and you'll eventually find the one where I talk about it. But, um, but yeah, um, <laughs> let's see if, if my calculations are correct. It's my week to get started. I don't it have a your, whole lot it, to talk about, but. Sure is your week. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trees. ready. I hope you're, I hope you're prepared. I am. I am. Okay. Kind of psyched. So uh, this weekend was a weekend uh, like many that have been one of overindulgences. I have <laughs> overindulged this weekend, Trees. I like it. 
But unlike other weekends, it wasn't on booze. Oh. It was on food. Unlike you. Yeah. Yeah. So a bit of a health guy. Health guy. Yeah, well, and I made some some bad decisions. So <laughs> on, on Friday. Okay. Start on Friday. I get out of work. Had a great day. Um I wouldn't necessarily say at work per se, but like I'm doing build and my build connects with other parts of the environment, the digital environment. And I really didn't know what all hooks into what. So I would build something, I would build a change and I would expect an outcome, but I wouldn't get it. And it was because something I didn't know, some other part of the system I didn't know was affecting it. That was very frustrating. So we had a put your heads down come to Jesus. Um, sorry about this. Got distracted because my sister just got out of work. So she thinks mm-hmm. she's king of the universe anyway. Um, but I got dis- uh, Yeah. So I, I was struggling because I didn't know who to reach out to when I would see adverse behaviors. So we had a, we have a tight deadline on this project. It's due in four weeks. I think it was four weeks, Friday. It's due February 17th. So we got a month. And it's a pretty tight project, and we've got other things going on at work as well. So what I was happy with was we did a session that was 8 a.m. till 4.30 p.m. straight. In fact, don't tell the authorities, but we took no 15-minute breaks, and lunch was 20 minutes from 12.10 to 12.30. So it was like a lot of, like, work, you know, like, like just constantly working and discussing stuff. The good news is I got a lot out of it. Anyway, I get out of work. I'm looking forward to um, getting some takeout. Got some Thai food trees. And uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but Thai food's known for one thing. If you like spicy, mm-hmm. they can make it spicy. Okay. And I've talked about I this before. Like but food. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I usually get the, 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 I get it so spicy that the Thai people kind of look at me and they see that I'm white and they're like, you can't return this. Like, if you burn your fucking throat out, like, this is on you and you can't complain. I'm like, I know. So anyway, I ordered some Thai food to go. Uh, great place. You know, you, I ordered at like 4 o'clock for a 7.30 pickup. Got there at 7.28. It was ready, but still warm. You know, they hadn't made it like three hours ago. It was, it was fresh. Got home and trees, it was a sin. My pad Thai, I usually don't get pad Thai. It's a little too common, but I was hankering for it. My pad thai. First of all, I got the meat wrong. They gave me um, chicken when I should have gotten shrimp, which shrimp costs four dollars more. So I was kind of pissed about that. And then there was no spice in it. And my wife was cracking me up because she was like, "You know what? There is some poor person who does not have a penchant for spice and is probably allergic to shrimp that got your dish." <laughs> but so I anyway, it was fine. But I had to course correct. Okay, so yesterday. Uh, my wife knew I was going to be a little pissy, and I'll tell you why. Yesterday was multiple festivities. We had lunch with my in-laws for their birthdays. Okay. And then we had a Chiefs game, and my wife has become like a little Chiefs fanatic, so I had to sit and watch the Chiefs game. She does not let me leave to my game room and play games. I have to sit my ass on the couch with them and watch Chiefs game, which I remedied by having the Steam Deck, but I'll get to that with my games. And then after that, we immediately went into a board game night with a bunch of my wife's friends. So, Trees, that means that from 
1 p.m. till 1 a.m., mm-hmm. Fred was not allowed to do anything for himself. <laughs> no and that fun. gets me pretty fucking irritable. No fun, Fred. Yeah, well, I had to play like I was fun. But anyway, so what I did was, first of all, I wanted to get a jump on it, Trees. So I got up in the morning, had a healthy breakfast, and I knew we were going to a Mexican joint. And when I know I'm going to go out to eat, I like to get prepared, like, like to eat, to really eat. So I went for a swim. And Trees, my YMCA pool, the lap pool's heater has broken. They warn you about it. It's not like you find out by jumping in. <laughs> Okay. And they were like, the heater's broken. So the lap pool usually sits at 82 degrees. It's a pretty comfortable temperature for swimming laps. For comparison, most of your indoor pools that are for like kids at like hotels and stuff like that. And even like they call it the recreational pool at RY. We have two pools in the same room. 88 degrees is usually what, you know, people jump into in an indoor pool. When you're swimming, you're a little warmer. So, you know, when you're swimming laps. So they do, uh, 82 is pretty common, I've heard. With the heater broken, and it's been broken for almost a week now, but they keep that room at like 90. Um, With the heater broken, it had gotten down, and I swam on Thursday, but the the heater broke on Thursday or Wednesday night. Um, With the heater broken, Thursday when I swam, it was like, I want to say it was 79, maybe 78. It was a little chill. When I got in, I was like, that's brisk. But you do your warm-up laps. I do a uh, 200-meter uh, uh, eight. Uh, you know, it's not Olympic size, so it's eight eight uh, lengths. And you get warmed up, and I was good. So it looks like they hadn't checked the sign. So I go out there on Saturday morning. This is probably 11 a.m. The sign's out there, and it says 79 degrees. I was like, oh, 79's fine. I assumed, like an idiot, they'd tempt the pool. But no one was swimming. I get in there. I was like, that seems fucking cold. Like, I was, like, struggling to breathe normal. Like, I was fucking cold. But you know, stubborn ass me, you must know by now I'm at least stubborn Mm -hmm. about a couple things. My wife was even, like, because it was, like, 40 out, and I was, like, do I want to walk three miles or do I want to swim a mile? And she was, like, you know you're going to appreciate being in the pool, and you'll be all hungry for lunch, and you'll be done, you know, in, like, 40 minutes instead of, like, an hour. And I was, like, yeah, that's a good point. So I get in the pool and I'm like, oh, it's fucking cold, but okay. And while I'm there, uh, another girl comes over and she hops into the pool. She does about two laps and gets the fuck out. (laughs) Okay. And goes over to the recreational pool where they've got like, instead of swimming lengths, you do widths for their laps. They've got like three laps. I jokingly say it's for like the seniors. Well, it's not jokingly for the seniors. It's largely for the seniors, but other people can use it. And she decides to do like, I don't know. I don't know how long the width is, but I bet you have to do at least three widths to equal one length. But if you're warm, who cares, right? Mm-hmm. So I do that. Uh, another dude comes in. He hops in. He wearing a shirt. He wearing a full <laughs> shirt, but it was like one of those swim shirts. I think it was yeah. for thermal uses. He does about six laps. And when I say laps, I want to, for those that are, you know, picky, a lap is actually two lengths. Which is, um, so he actually only did three laps, which is three lengths of non-Olympic size. So he did about 150 meters and he was out. <laughs> okay. Then a family shows up. They all seem like swimmers. They seemed fit. They, they had outfits for it. The dad just dicks around. I don't think he does a single lap his whole time, but he just talks to his family. And the daughter and the wife do about like two or three lengths and they get out. <clears throat> 
Stubborn ass Fred, though, he stays in there and keeps swimming. <laughs> I finish my mile, which is 1,600 mm-hmm. meters, which is okay. 64 lengths. Um, I don't do it all at once. I do various exercises just in case people know, and I know you definitely don't care, and probably no one else who's listening does. But I do like mixes of like breaststroke, backstroke, legs only, arms only, butterfly, very rarely butterfly. And then I also do just regular lengths and then sprints. And I do them in various intervals and stuff. I just come up with random routines and then I take breathers in between. But what I was noticing was I was out of breath every time I'd take a break, right? You usually only do like a handful of lengths and then you take like a 30 second break. And I was really out of breath and I was struggling to keep my breath. I was like, God damn, like, why am I like this? Right? Like I, I did stay up late playing games the night before, but not too late. I think I went to bed at one. No, I don't even think I stayed up that late. I might've gone to bed at midnight and got up at like eight, like nothing crazy. Like I got eight Mm -hmm. hours of sleep. Anyway, I was, I was dragging ass. I was struggling. Anyway, I get out of the pool and I didn't feel good. I was all shivering. I was feeling awkward. Felt a little dizzy. Had to grab the roll bar while I was putting on my flip flops. And I go to walk into the uh, locker room and I'm not walking in a straight line. To the point that I almost oh. fell in the fucking warm pool. Oh, no. Yeah, and so I stopped, and I took a knee, and the lifeguard came and took a look at me. She was all of, like, 18 years old, and she got mm-hmm. the older lifeguard, right, to come take a look at me. They had me sit down. They looked at my pupils, checked my pulse, things like that, and they were like, you seem fine, and you're definitely, like, like they've seen me swimming there. I'm not new to them, right? They're like, you're a swimmer. And they're like, but... I don't know. They're like, your skin's real cold to the touch, though. She goes, I think you got mild hypothermia. <laughs> not I don't mean like, to laugh. You know, but... not like, she goes, I don't want to scare you. Like, not like a ton. Like, you're not in danger. But you definitely need to bring your body temp up. <clears throat> and they went and temped the pool, and they wouldn't talk to me. But they immediately took the sign away. And they were talking about closing. The pool's closed on Sundays anyway because they can't get a lifeguard because no one wants to work anymore, right? You know that. Right. Um, And they were like, we may close the pool for the rest of the day. And the lifeguard was like, well, no one's swimming in anyway. And I'm pretty sure she said she temped the pool at 73 degrees. For the record, Uh 73 is not, degrees Fahrenheit is not a good temperature to be swimming in. People say you can definitely do it. I think I proved you can do it, but it's not ideal. Oh, see, you would say 72 degrees, and I think that sounds warm. Right. But water temperature, 73 degrees, can bring a 98.6 degree body down pretty much to a pretty low temperature. You don't want to get below, like, 95. (laughs) So I think I've not looked it up. You probably don't even want to get below 96 as a human body. No, I don't have your school computer. All right. Um. I'm going to let Trees uh, do this real quick. All right. So, um, so yeah, if there was a jump there, that was because I paused the recording. But anyway, um, yeah, so had a little bit, a little bit of hypothermia. I called my wife. I was like, can you make me a lemon tea for when I get home? She it's, goes, yeah. It's just, it's hilarious to me because it's, you're right. It's so you. Like, because I would have been like, this is fucking cold. Like, I'm not swimming in this. I'm cold. What? But you're just like, I'll do a mile. 
I well, and I didn't want to. I remember telling my wife that I was like, that heater's not working. I don't want to do it. And she goes, You'll be fine once you get warmed up, right? Oh, so I hear her ringing in my ear, it. right? She's just trying to help me out, right? Encourage me. Um, yeah, because she she's knows. To dog you. Well, because I hate working out. So I always need encouragement if, to actually do it. Once I do it, once I'm in it, I'm fine. But to get started, I can like slack off. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I get home. I'm not doing good. I'm all hoodied up, right? And like I'm sipping tea and uh, I go take a really hot shower and I come out and I'm feeling way better. The girl at the place told me to wrap a hot towel around my head. I wasn't going to do that, but. <laughs> Why not? That sounds, that sounds like. It is nice, but we had to go out to eat. So then trees, <laughs> we got to the Mexican restaurant and boyo, my stomach was hungry. It was like, you only put some turkey sausage, some blackberries and uh, one scrambled egg in me. I need some food, right? And I just mm-hmm. swam a mile and got hypothermic, you bitch. And so sit down with my family. We graze on some some chips and salsa. We got some espinaca dip. And then they had a special trees called the El Jefe Burrito. If you're not Ooh. familiar, El Jefe is the boss. El Jefe. This was a burrito with steak, chorizo, which is Mexican sausage. It had pico. It had, um, ooh, something else in it. Some other veggie in it. And then they put um, an entire side of Spanish rice, an entire side mm-hmm. of charro beans, which are basically pinto beans that have been charred, all stuffed in this burrito. And then they topped it with what I can only call like the Mexican equivalent to buffalo sauce. It was kind of like tangy like buffalo sauce with some spice. And then he put a bunch of fresh avocado and sour cream on top. And trees, I ate this whole fucking burrito. Wow. It sounds like um, <clears throat> nothing that I would eat. Oh, it's so good. I don't think there's one thing you mentioned. <clears throat> and normally I don't I do rice, eat. which was probably my mistake. I had lots of chips and lots of rice, lots of carbs. But anyway, I finished that though and I felt super full. And just mm. to fast forward to the rest of the night... I won't eat again for the rest of the day. It's too full. Too full. <clears throat> yes. Had a, had a couple of drinks at game night, but yeah. So then we get game night. The only thing I want to mention to that was we played a game called uh, Clipology. Have you heard of this? No. It's like a new version of Seen It. So it's got an actual board, but you also have to be on a website and they do like clips and they do various like trivia and stuff like that. So when you get to the end, they have like a final round and you have multiple opportunities to kind of like win the game. Like if you can do it on round five, great, but there's five, four, three, two, one, and it gets easier with each round. Okay. So we had teams, there were three teams, uh, different groupings of people and, um, Angelica, my wife's friend, she's extremely good at trivia. Like all kinds of trivia, but especially media trivia. And I'm good, but like she's happy with the fact that like she blows me away. The important question, is she is she pretentiously good at trivia? She's not that's the the important question. If you're saying she humble about it, no. (laughs) Like Alex Trebek level of patronizing. You know? Sure. Sure. That kind of trip. Um, okay. people no, that she are really doesn't good patronize, but okay. like, right. like they did like mm-hmm. one of the trivia things is they show you a yearbook photo 
And before mm-hmm. most people can, be, the photo kind of zoom, it doesn't, I don't know how else to say it. Like it presents itself, like it appear, like it's far away and it zooms into like normal size. Mm-hmm. So it's on the screen before it's like stopped moving. She's already said Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> okay. You know, like, she, you know, Alex, fast. Like I love when Alex Trebek, like someone says something, it's wrong. So she's, she's not like that. She's not like, oh, I thought you should have known sorry. that. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Ooh. No. But you no. graduated high school. In sorry. fact, she is encouraging of other people. However, I get why she was a sore loser about this one. Cause so she and her husband are on one team, me and Julie are on oh, another. No. And then um Julie's friend and uh, Julie's friend came over. She's like a friend of the family. Um, and she is um unfortunately recently divorced. Uh they're happier apart, but like I really you know, we're good friends with her her ex-husband too. Right. So like it sucks that they're not a couple anymore from a selfish couple game night thing. But um, she teamed up. She's a she's been friends with Julie for since childhood. And so she mm-hmm. knows Julie's brother very well. And Julie's brother was out hanging out with us, which was cool because he watched the Chiefs game. I won't talk about the Chiefs game. The Chiefs won. Great. They're going to take on, you know, the AFC championship game is next week. But other than that, I could give a fuck less. I just sat around drinking Coke Zero and because um, I was so fucking full and playing um, Steam Deck. So I have nothing to say that's not game related about that. Anyway, um, so it was it was Julie's friend, uh, well, our friend and um, and and her brother Brian um, on one team, Angelica and her husband, and then me and Julie. And so they got to the end, and it showed a clip from the Big Lebowski. And what I do like about this is much like Seen It, they really just ripped off the concept of Seen It. Much mm-hmm. like Seen It, they showed a clip from the Big Lebowski, but they, I mean, it's the clip where he's like, Lebowski, Lebowski, Lebowski. It's like that that speech that um, Jeff Daniels gives. I think it's Jeff Daniels. Anyway, um, the lead in it. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, this is not going to ask what movie it is. Like, you just know. But I will give it credit because it's a website. You don't, like, there's different categories, but you never know what they're going to ask you, I guess I would say. And there's even like a fortune one that was really funny. It showed, um, you ever seen Madagascar? The animated movie? Yeah, like once. Okay. You'll remember this though. There are four hilarious penguins that are like fucking ninjas and shit. I've seen the standalone movie. Okay. My son watched a ton of that. So. Well, and I really like them because the really resourceful one is named Fred. So I always liked that Fred the Penguin was the really resourceful one in those. But there's a scene where they end up in the Antarctic or something and there's like a cruise ship and they make a joke about it. And like, so they like show clips and then it goes like move back one space, right? So they they utilize the clips very well. The other thing I like is they're doing cross promotions trees. So every time you see a clip in the lower left corner, they show you the movie it's from after the trivia portion's done and you can click on it and it goes on your wish list and they show you all the different different places like smart. target and amazon where you can buy the movie very smart it's smart i i understand the cynical view where people are like fuck american marketing but like at the same time like you can see where if you're hanging out with all your friends and you're like oh i want to see that movie and it, again they're not beholden to any one retailer like it literally mm-hmm. like just googles the movie for you so like we saw a scene from uncle buck and julie had never seen it and so i clicked on it and it showed me where i could get it at like walmart target amazon <laughs> streaming like all kinds of stuff like i dug that but anyway so they get to the end of that lebowski clip and it goes name five movies with bowling in it which at first seems easy harder than you think let me see let me think yeah let's go for it so so big lebowski obviously sure 
Kingpin. Uh-huh. Now it gets hazy. Mm-hmm. How many <laughs> how many bowling movies are there after that? And now, it doesn't have to be bo- bowling movies. It just has to have a bowling it has scene bo- in it. Bowling in there. Yeah. Um, fuck. Um, <clears throat> you know what? I'm getting clips in my head of different things. Mm-hmm. But I'm... Uh, I'm already blanking. And there is like a 30 second counter. I'll give her credit. Yeah. She nailed three or four movies right off the bat. And number one and number two was obviously Lebowski. You just go for a low hanging fruit, right? Mm-hmm. But Kingpin, first one everyone thinks of. She had yes. another one that was a big bowling one. Um, we looked it up later. They said Pleasantville, but Angelica, uh, the, the game didn't. The game, that's the other thing that people were complaining about. The game didn't then go, oh, okay. The game like expects you to do all the Googling, right? Mm-hmm. And the research to figure out if this person's right or wrong. Um, mm. But she questioned Pleasantville. She goes, I don't remember any bowling in Pleasantville at all. Was there <clears throat> an 80s movie or some movie where <clears throat> it wasn't about bowling, but I swear someone worked at a bowling alley and I remember them going behind like where the pins drop. And they were like making out back there or doing something back there. But I remember being a kid going, that's what's behind a bowling alley. Like how the pins get set. I remember that. movie you're talking about, but I I, I have a vague remembrance of it. The 80s movie that came up that I like had a big, you know, I was all happy about because, you know, I like trashy B films was Critters came up. And I was like, I can't believe I forgot about that. Do you remember the movie Critters? I I remember Critters, but I... (laughs) Well, but okay, no, so I don't remember it. I, I remember it, but I don't remember it. I remember the scene because by the end of the night, Angelica was like, you whip out one more sleeve of a fucking Blu-ray. And I swear to God. Um, but I pulled out my Critters box set, right? You have to have the box set ready to go. But in Critters, um, the dad in the farmhouse, right? It's about this family trapped in a farmhouse and these aliens attack. The dad in the farmhouse always talks about how he's going to bowling league and the way they tie that together is in the town. It's like he's a farmhouse outside of a small town. And in the small town, the bounty hunters, the alien bounty hunters that are hunting down the alien critters that are escapees from a prison go to the bowling alley. And there's a scene where, um, because there's a bar in the bowling alley. So the bowling alley happens to be both the local bar and the bowling alley. And there's a scene where the bounty hunter who's never seen a bowling ball before sees it pop out Mm -hmm. of the dispenser and he palms it. And instead of rolling (laughs) it because he's never seen bowling before, he just whips it at the pins and they shatter. And I always remember that scene. I was like, okay, so that one counts. But anyway, she couldn't come up with it. It's it's a harder challenge than you think. So then on Julia Mai's next role, we get to the question... And it doesn't even give us a clip. It just pops up the question. It says, name five movies based off of video games. <laughs> oh, how'd you do? Did you get them all? Yeah. 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 You kept going. I, I, like got a, yeah. turns, I did not keep going, but other people okay. did. Yeah. Um, just in case people are wondering, off the top of my head, I said Silent Hill, uh, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. Um, I'm trying to remember the specific ones that I said. Um Hmm. Can't believe I'm blanking. Double Dragon and I didn't say Super Mario Brothers. I should have, <clears throat> but well, that movie's not that out was, yet. Oh, you mean the shitty one? The yeah. shitty. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, and then I, I think, said Uncharted. I went with low hanging fruit. Uncharted. Yeah. See, I would have went with 
right off the bat, I would have said Sonic the Hedgehog one mm-hmm. and two. I would have knocked two out with that one. Those I would have said were the definitely w- mentioned, yeah, by others. I would have said the Wizard. Oh, the Wizard. Right. Well, but that's not based off a of video game. Somebody also said Ready Player One, and I said neither oh, of those is based I thought off a video game. Oh, so not yeah. oh not video game related. Just Sorry, let me rephrase that. Yeah, it was movies based off of video games. Yeah. Gotcha. So Sonic one and two definitely. I would because I just saw those. Yep. So yeah, I probably went Sonic. I, w- I probably would have went Super Mario Brothers, the shitty one. But it's kind of not fair for me to get that right. Like, <laughs> no, there's um, a lot. So because you can dig like you know Street Fighter, really. Yeah, I did Street Fighter. Who remember, yeah, who remembers that? Because it was I mean? fighting games. I went from Mortal Kombat to Street Fighter. That was the easy you one. Did Dead or Alive? You could have went for oh, that. Oh yeah. Yeah, anything they, they by Uwe Boll, right? Like, I could have done Blood Rain, I could have done Postal, I could have done uh, Dragon Age. Um, <laughs> Good lord. Right, you can get real dark, real fast. Um, he made Alone a Dragon in the dark? Age movie? Yeah, he made a Dragon Age movie. Stars um, Jason Statham, too. <laughs> really? Poor yeah. guy. He didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know. No one, um, no one told him. Let's see. They, but yeah, there's plenty. And so, yes, and the reason she was pissed was there was a scene, there was a, there was a trivia earlier that the group gave me, which was, um, they showed a clip from, uh, Hunger Games and it was oh. from the Mockingjay and they even name drop Mockingjay. And I said, Oh, Hunger Games Mockingjay. And it was Hunger Games Mockingjay part one. Bum, bum, bum. And I said, Oh yeah, I do know it's two movies and I didn't pick one. And I was like, do you want me to? I told them I didn't think I should like flat out get like nothing for it. I Uh said, have me do another one, right? Have me do another trivia where I get more specific. But they just said, no, we'll give it to you. And so, yeah, she she was very mad. (laughs) She was like, we shouldn't have given that to you. Now you took it. And I was like, uh, but I was joking with her because she always wins. She's used to always winning. And I... I was goofing with her. I hope if she ever hears this, she wouldn't be offended to hear me say this. But yeah, she's used to winning. I don't, she wasn't like a sourpuss about it, but she definitely made a stink about it. Um, Mm -hmm. More about how unfair it was that she got the bowling question. I got video games, but them's the bricks. Those are the bricks, man. So, but they, and they got pizza and everything. And I just wasn't, I was just so full. Like I was Mm -hmm. like, nah, I can't. Um, but yeah, so we hung out and we played a bunch of games. That was fun. It was a fun night, but um, did all that. And then today, I did not want to work out. Um, I went to GameStop, though, and traded in a bunch of games. Traded in uh, nothing of note. Traded in um, G.I. Joe. Traded in a couple of the other indie games that I've been playing that I don't play anymore or that I've completed. I'm trying to think... I guess it doesn't really matter what I traded in, but I traded in like five games. Got about 35 bucks. Like I did okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Didn't buy anything. I just have store credit. But, um, you just have store credit. Okay. Well, because they were weird and cagey. So the GameStop that I go to <laughs> that's near my house, they've always been kind of fucked up. Like I would go up to the register. So anybody who's been at a GameStop, you don't have to comment in because I know this. Anybody who's been to a GameStop, if you walk up and you're like, can I get, sometimes it's weird with PlayStation cards, but it definitely with Xbox, Steam, and various others, you can go, can I get a $5 Xbox card? Or can I get a $10 Xbox card? They can just print it up on the receipts. And <clears throat> at this particular GameStop, whenever I would go in there and buy, they would be like, oh, we don't have any $5 cards in the, 
in the house or we don't have any $10 cards. And I'd be like, and I'm not even trying to use my pro rewards credit. I'm just trying to buy it with cash. And mm-hmm. I would be like, well, you can buy it on the, on the computer. And he goes, no, no, you can't. <laughs> I was like, okay. And they've always been like, they're always like have a really light stock. And whenever I go up to them and I'm like, this one doesn't have a picture on the case. Do you have any back there that do? And the guy's like, no. Or like when the guy would whip it out and I'd, he'd be like, yeah, here's the game. And I'm like, ooh, this case is in rough shape. Do you have any others I could look at? He would always scoff. And he'd be like, no, that's the one. Take it or leave it. So I would often not buy at that GameStop, you know, even if I <laughs> even if I want to, right? Like, I'm just like, fuck you. I'm not going to deal with it. So I often trade in at this GameStop, but don't actually buy at this GameStop. And to be fair, even though they're kind of stern about those rules, they are relatively polite people otherwise but and the big thing that's happening a lot around here is masks are coming back and i i don't care like wear a mask if you want to i'm just annoyed by the people who are so stupid about masks like i saw this whole family in target today and they were all masked up but they had their noses poking out and i'm like why why are you even fucking doing this like either either, no one's making you wear a mask (laughs) either don't do it or, or do it correctly. Yeah, like, I don't care what the answer like pick is. A, pick a lane, as I say. Pick a lane, family. Yeah, so yeah. so I didn't buy anything, but I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. At least I got some store credit, right? Like, um, I get the feeling there's going to be something I'm going to buy soon. But, like, I don't want to buy, like, Dead Space Day 1 or any of that shit. But anyway. Um, but, yeah. Um, and I, uh, I was finally able to eat again. Um, so I had some... <laughs> I had some lunch while I was out. That's the real reason. There's a Chinese restaurant right next to there that I love eating their food. And they allow you to, instead of getting rice or noodles, they allow you to, on their lunch special, get Uh veggies. Like, I can get, like, mixed Chinese veggies instead of rice or noodles, which a lot of places are stingy about. I don't know why, but they are. I'm like, fried rice costs about the same, but they don't want to have it. So, anyway, um, I swear to God I had a reason for telling you this. But it's lost me. So I will wrap up with this, Trees. Uh Uh-huh. I did watch The Last of Us, the TV show. I have not. Everybody's giving me a hard time about it at work. You shouldn't get uh, a hard time about it. You can watch (laughs) it when you have time. I don't have HBO Max. So Mm. they're all hounding me to get it, which I've been meaning to because it's – you know, I originally got HBO Max, and I and I because I wanted to see Godzilla versus Kong. Hell yeah. And I wanted to see the Mortal Kombat movie. Hell yeah. So I went in on that, whatever that was, right? You always get the deal, like try mm-hmm. for three days free and shit or whatever it is. <clears throat> so I went in and I binge watched like most of the DC stuff. Although I, I did not watch like Justice League or the Joker. four hour cut. <laughs> and uh, the new Batman wasn't even close to being out yet. So I watched like the old Suicide Squads and, and all that. I got through all that shit. And then I watched uh, like Aquaman and stuff and all the Godzilla movies. I did everything I wanted to do, and then I kind of got rid of it. Mm. But now it's built up. There's enough stuff that if I got it, there's enough stuff I can, like, watch again. So I'm going to. Yeah, so. well, and and they're not, right? There's not enough, um, like, they're coming out weekly, right? So, like, <laughs> you mm-hmm. kind of benefit yourself to waiting till The Last of Us is completely out if that's the show you want to watch. But... Anyway, I started watching it, and this is going to blow your mind, Trees. It's the plot of The Last of Us, like, point by point. Mm-hmm. And 
while I think it's done very well, I like Diego Luna. I like, I, I never remember that actress's name, but the girl who plays, um, why am I blanking on her name? Um, Ellie. I like the mm-hmm. actress who plays Ellie. Um, it's well done. Wait, Diego, Diego Luna's, uh, the Mandalorian. Andor. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, no. Pedro yeah. Pascal. I've got the wrong person. Pedro Pasquale. Way to go, Fred. Yeah. Pedro <laughs> Pasquale. Sorry. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, no. Both Luna, great actors, yeah. but yeah. Well, yes. you know, those Hispanics, they're all the Andor. same, right? They look the same. Um, but uh, <laughs> I can say that because Rojas. No, um, but uh, oh, oh, but anyway, um, <laughs> Pedro Pascual does a shit. fantastic job. Um, <laughs> but what I will say is like, it's exactly the video game. And here's why I'm going to be a little critical. Um, I, I don't see HBO doing anything different or the makers of this show. Right, because my wife's never played The Last of Us. She's never gonna play right. The Last of Us. So this is a cool way to introduce her to the concept. Mm-hmm. But all these video gamers who are like, oh, this is perfect. I'm like, y'all bitches are the people who are saying, oh, the Resident Evil movie would be great if they just followed the video game step by step. And it's like, well, no, because I, ex- I know exactly what's going to fucking happen. And you do. You do mm-hmm. know exactly what's going to happen in this first episode. Point by motherfucking point. Because it follows the plot to the letter. To yeah. the letter. There yeah, is no diverging. People I work with like that never played the game. Like yeah. They're aware it's a game, but they never right. played it. You know, But they were just like... Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty heavy, man. It's pretty. I go. Yeah, it's a bummer. Just like the fucking game. That's why. It's a well, bummer. you've played the game. Right? You played the original, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, the game's a fucking bummer too. Yeah. Quick so spoilers know. for The Last of Us, regardless of what it's called. Um, yeah. When when Joel's daughter dies at the beginning, right? Like, it, mm. Julie didn't see it coming because I'll give them a little bit of credit, but I think they do this in the game too, where like at the beginning when all the shit goes down, like you you think she's in danger, right? Like, and then. He shows up and gets her in the truck and you think everything's going to be okay and then everything's not okay. Mm -hmm. And so they do that. And so, yeah, my, you know, at first Julie was like, oh, there's no chance they're going to, you know, kill his daughter. And then they do. Right. And then they do do little side stuff. So you see this young kid who he rolls in their trees. He's not more than eight. And they find out he's been bit and they just fucking kill him right there. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, the, the the show's trying to show the harsh realities of the fungus, right? But, I mean, it's no different than the game, right, to a certain no. extent. And I, so... When, when I met, when I was uh, first year or two with uh, Rebecca when we were dating, mm-hmm. and I had sold my house and I had moved into my buddy's basement there. And uh, I had just gotten it, just got a PlayStation 4 when I had moved in there. So I got the the Last of Us, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and so this was back when she was pretending to like video games, uh-huh. uh, to impress me, but she could kill us. So I was sitting there playing it, and she she was sitting on on my my couch down there watching, and that scene happened with the with the daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, it really like upset her, you know, because at the time Dakota was like four, right. I you know, was two when I played The Last of Us, and it really messed me up. It did, and and I didn't have kids, so I was like, whatever. And I, but she was like, yeah, I didn't like that. That gave me a plan. She goes, don't play that anymore. When I'm around <laughs> don't, I don't like it because it upset. That really upset me with the with the daughter. I was like, yeah, 
Okay. Well, and I looked it up. So it's Pedro Pascal, actually. I've heard people say Pasquel, and it's wrong. That would be a Q-U. Pascal. Pascal. Pedro Pascal. And then Ellie's played by Bella Ramsey, and I couldn't quite put a finger on where I know her from. And Game she's been in other things, but where I remember her from was she was in Game of Thrones in seasons one and two. Yeah, she's she, Momon. Little Momon. Yeah. And she's Yeah, she kills the giant, brutal. man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she yeah. was awesome. So know where anyway. I know her, know her, know where I know her from. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if she did this after Game of Thrones or before. I can't I can't tell because she's she she was young in Game of Thrones, you know. Yes, but she was on a Netflix show that my daughter watched for a little bit, and it was like it was like a woman's version of like a girls' school version of Harry Potter. Okay, and it was like a British show or whatever. You know what I mean. And it was the same it thing. The it was worst like witch. Ah, no, I don't. I'm gonna have to look her up. But I think it's no, the it worst was witch. Yeah, I'm was pretty it? sure it's the worst. And she's witch. real bad at everything. Yeah, I don't know. It's, no, I've not seen stuff. it. I just I'm looking right here, and it's a 2017 that, to 2020 fantasy series on Netflix. So I'm yes, betting so, that's yes. it. <laughs> um, but it's so lighthearted, right? Because yes. it's like a it's supposed to be like a kid to a tween yes type show, and it's like you know, and she's. You know, and it has like the inner girl high school. It's like high school, but with like witches. And it's very lighthearted, you know? Mm-hmm. So she was from that. And then I see her killing giants and shit, stat- getting crushed. And I'm just like, Jesus. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, well, and and I, she's in this. I've seen her because I recently um, have been rewatching. I, you know, I got the 4K box set of Game of Thrones. And after House of Dragon was done, I was like, I want to rewatch Game of Thrones. So I'm right now like... I watch in weird intervals, but I'm like halfway through season two. But that show, okay. especially when you take breaks in between seasons, still so fucking good. Um, mm. Anyway, so I watched it. It's good, but yeah, it's it's that. Um, Julie's intrigued because she's never seen it. So we're watching it from time to time. It actually, new episodes premiere every Sunday at eight. So that's right when, we, nine Eastern. So that's right when we start this show. Um, so there's that. But uh, Julie and I are hooked to the wire. So we're just watching oh, through okay. that anyway. Um, but anyway, but yeah, so that's been my week other than video game stuff, which, oh, yeah. The one last thing I'll mention, I, sorry, I have a note here, so I'll, I'll mention it. I did get all my <laughs> Spider-Man books and they're fucking oh, nice. gorgeous. They are fucking gorgeous. But that's yeah. nice, man. I like when, uh, you know what I mean? You put them on the shelf. I even kept them sealed because they're wrapped in plastic trees. So I opened the mm. first one. And I'm like, don't open the next one till you're ready to read it. Kept it like nice. a new present. Yeah. <laughs> so, because I'm a child nice. like that. Anyway, continue. Continue. How about yeah? How about you, sir? What have you been well, up to this week? My. <laughs> it's like my week has been oddly consumed with uh, looking up Funko Pops, Fred. Weird. I had no it's, idea that might be where this week would it's, go. <laughs> it's become. And here's the problem, okay. right? I don't have an end goal. That's the problem, right? Sure. So, the end goal was this whatnot thing. I can do this. This looks like fun, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so during the day when I'm like at work, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll be slinging these Funkos on my night off. There you go. Don't you know, get me a little live stream going, right? Sure. Good times. Yeah. Right. And then I come home 
And then I go, what the fuck? I'm not going to do that. Am I going to do that? Right? And I would give myself, I'm not even kidding. This is like some weird, I don't know what this is, but I'd give myself anxiety about thinking of doing like a live stream. Oh, no. Do you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, I can't. Right, you're like worrying about further yeah, down something the line. That's not you're not even, even there yet. Yeah, not even in existence. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, I can't do it. What if no one shows up? What if I'm in there by myself? I can't. What if? How do you even do the auction? I don't know how to run that thing. Well, how do you get the – we have the little left. And then, and then I, I go back to work. And I'd be like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to sling some Funko, man. <laughs> Look shit up. Like, it's been this horrible thing. It's interesting and then you have the, anxiety before actually doing it. Yeah, because my wife – right? So then I'm reaching out to friends because I'm like, well, my friends will talk me out of it. Right, because I'm a grown man, so I write Fred, and I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking. And you're like, yeah, if it makes you happy, you should try it out. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm right? so sorry for that one. <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> and then I go to my buddies at work, right? East Coast uh-huh. dudes, which is supposed to call me pussies for wanting to you sell plastic shit like uh, that, kids' yeah. toys, and they're like, fuck yeah, man, sling that Funko. <laughs> they're like, dude, why not? Yeah, dude, what's what's it? What's it? What do you care? Fucking try it out. You should like my buddy's like, because we were looking at Funko lots on eBay. Mm-hmm. Right? To the point, Fred, where I was doing little spreadsheets. Oh. I'm all too familiar with little spreadsheets, not for that. But yeah. yeah. You know, how much for this lot total breaks down to how much per Funko. And then looking them all up on the PPG, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. The pop price guide. Oh, yeah, I'm familiar with the PPG. And then doing that math and seeing what it comes out to, and I'm like, this would be triple value. Like, if I got this for this and sold them even a little bit close to what they're worth, I'd triple my value. My buddy's like, yeah, fucking buy it. And I'm like, ah. It's like, what do you care? He's like, get it. You try it once. And he goes, and if it doesn't work out, you lost like 100 bucks. He goes, you spent 100 bucks on Dunkin' Donuts in a week. I'm like, fuck. I said, I have one last hope. Go home and tell the wife. All right? There you go. So I go home and I, I, and I tell her. And I go, yeah, you know, I, I keep having this thought that I can sell these things, you know, if I, I get some and I could sell them on. And she's like, yeah, baby, make us some money, baby. So right. Like, Fuck. Sling them this was the This was the last, this was the last stronghold. Like, she was supposed to be like, Stop being dumb, right? <laughs> and take these Funkos and your broken Game Boys and throw them in the trash, all right? And instead, she was like, yeah, go ahead. And then she's just like, why would you be nervous? She goes, you've been doing a podcast for 20 years. She goes, why That's would you? Point. And I'm like, I don't know. I told her, I said, I don't know. I have no reason why I would be. If anything, she goes, if you just did a live stream, the way you talk on your podcast, she goes, you'd probably have a pretty popular stream after a while. Because <laughs> you know? she I'm goes, you're not a sales. Yep, I believe that. She goes, you're not a, she goes, you're not a salesman. You'd just be talking shit. And I go, it's true. <laughs> it's it you know? true, yes. Because I have watched a lot of Funko Pop streams, and they all, besides one or two, mm-hmm. that have genuine funny dudes that are generally like being entertaining – Mm-hmm. The rest of them of a very, like, like store orientated, 
You know what I mean? It's just dudes not even showing stuff. They're just like, what do you want to see? Yo, because right, they're too like, afraid um, to just like throw stuff up. Shit. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're too afraid to just throw stuff up randomly and try to sell it. So mm-hmm. they're like, no, you tell me what you want to buy, and I'll put that up, and you you buy it. But I'm like, that's Rich, no fun, that's, man. Yeah, it's zero fun. Like I want you. Like, I, I want to know. Dine me. Like, <laughs> I want to see what's coming. Yeah, seduce me. Yeah. And there's one stream. Uh, forget their name. They're like the top one. It's like a business. They have like a warehouse. But those get and they're young dudes, but they're like they're like they're like sham wild dudes, and they're just like they're going off. And they say my guy a lot, which oh, I don't my guy. know. My dude, hey my guy, Boss. what you need, my guy? Yeah, we got you, my guy. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard that until I started watching these streams. A lot yeah, of people Austin say my Walker guy. Said it, but yeah, I don't think you listen to his shows. No, my guy. I mean, on the East Coast, we say kid a lot and son. Yeah, you know? I've heard you. We say, say that, guy. Like, hey, kid. We say guy, but not in the same way. I don't sure. say my guy, but I'm like easy guy. Yeah. You know? Okay. Easy. Sure. Yeah. But I'm like, I got you, my guy. <laughs> I hate you, my guy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I was. Uh, I found myself. Uh, so I did, Fred. Uh, mm. Buy a lot of. They're on their way. They're on of their like way. eleven. <laughs> Of like 11 Funko Pops, right? Okay. And I bought them, though, for 50 bucks even. Oh, like all of them? Yes. That's a good deal. Yeah, I did like some scout. Funko Pop is over 10 bucks. 12 bucks, I think. If you're buying a brand new one that's not on sale, I think they're $11.99. Like if you just get one off a shelf, right? Mm-hmm. So I did the math on these. Like I was going through them all on the... On, and it works out that there's some bang, there's some, there's some good ones in there. And if you got what they're worth, this is like a hundred and fifty dollar haul. You see? Yeah. So I'm like, how can I not just do the hustle? Right. Then I found myself, right? Uh, much like when I got obsessed with Call of Duty XP, and I was like uh, uh-huh. rip, taking pictures of codes in the frozen food section off of pizza boxes, <laughs> uh-huh. Robin. Robbing potential people of their codes. Uh, <clears throat> I took a detour the other day from work on the way home. Okay. Uh, made an excuse to go to Target. I was like, I need a de- deodorant. You know, like I can't get, can't go anywhere else. <laughs> deodorant, like down yeah, the deodorant, street. Deodorant, do you know how the hard CBS. that is to come by? What the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't blame you. Yeah, but Walgreens doesn't have my deodorant. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta go to Target. <laughs> so I go... Uh, I, I'm at Target and I have this big basket with one sad deodorant in it. And uh, I'm in the back of the electronic section scanning Funko Pops with my barcode reader, <laughs> with my Funko PPG reader. And I said, what the fuck am I doing? I need to leave, but not before I've got two Funko Pops. There you go. <laughs> it was bad. Again, and all of it is... Because I'm looking them up, and anything that's worth like double, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this is a good deal. But only if I'm actually going to sell them or try to sell them, which I am still hung up about. <laughs> so I don't. I'm in a weird limbo where I am acquiring many Funko Pops, but yet still am like uh, have cold feet about doing something about it. So I'm in a very odd 
place. I you know. Yeah, I've I've actually got not to go too deep into it, but I've actually got a similar problem because, like I said, I got those those um, those comic omnibuses and stuff, but like I got an extra <laughs> Spider Man omnibus, right? And like it's a hardcover. $125 book. I didn't pay that for mm-hmm. it, but like I paid, you know, I paid like in the ballpark of like 60, 70 for it and it's sealed. Right. So it's brand new. So that's, that makes it marketable, but I got to right. sell it. Like I, I don't need a second one. So I got to sell it. And I don't think I can roll into a local comic shop and just be like, Hey, will you give me $70 store credit for this? Maybe they'll do that. I don't know. I, I guess I could call them and ask them, but mm. I doubt it. I doubt it. So I got to throw it up on Mercari or eBay or something and and move it and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I've got quite a few things right now that I need to move. And mm-hmm. I've got the inventory already, it, it, to put it in yeah. very casual terms. And that's a problem. <laughs> you need to move this shit. You got to move it. You keep it moving. Uh, yeah, it's just... um, You know better than to buy anything else, right? Until you move at least these. If you never move them, I guess you're at 50 bucks and you got some Funko Pops, but... Then I got some cool... And they're all pretty cool, the yeah. ones I got. Like, I'm not just buying... Like, I look through them, too, and I'm like, well, I don't want to, you know. But generally, the ones that are worth money are cool, right? So it kind of works out that way, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't... I, I'm hung up, and I don't know... I don't know why I'm hung up, you know? My wife's like, what do you know? This could be a new thing. This could be your time. Actually, my wife gave me the Alexander Hamilton metallic variant for um, a birthday present a long time ago, uh, which was actually just a disguise for getting me tickets to Hamilton. And according to your pop price guide, it's worth 40 bucks. And that one is still in the box Mm -hmm. and everything. Nice. Never opened it. Mm. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, the two pops I bought, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were worth like thirty bucks, according to the price chart, and they were like ten bucks or like you know eleven something or whatever, ten something, whatever. They were marked down a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was like Palpatine. How can you go wrong with a Palpatine? Oh, yeah. But it was like a special weird one, special edition. You know, they had little stickers on them and stuff. Because the box was all crazy, like graffiti colored. Nice. And uh, he had like gold lightning come out of his fingertips. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's cool as shit. Like, I might keep that for myself. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. that's cool. And then the other one I have no feeling towards whatsoever. Except for I'm like, that's weird. And it was a Ted Lasso Funko Pop. <laughs> Ted Lasso's fun. Somebody wants it. Somebody wants it. I don't know for 35 bucks, but I'm like, if nothing else. But the benefit of like. As long as you can get. Huh? The benefit of like eBay and even auction sites and stuff like that is right. You can have a starting amount of anything you want. Yes. If I'm not correct. I know. And so you just pick your minimum and see what it does. And the other thing you can do is if you're not going to go on an auction site. Like, this is what I'll do with, like, the... I, I went and looked at that Omnibus on um, eBay. And no one's selling that Omnibus with the original, you know, Amazing Fantasy 15 cover. Like, it's it's not a variant cover, but it's a more popular version of that same Omnibus that's out. Mm-hmm. And no one's selling it for under 90 bucks, And everyone wants, like, shipping. And I was like, all right, well, I'll throw it up there for 90 bucks, free shipping. And if no one bites in, like, a month... <clears throat> 
because I'm not in a hurry. If no one mm-hmm. bites in like a month, I'll just drop it down like 10%, right? I'll drive mm-hmm. 10 bucks or something and I'll just see what I can get. See, and, and the problem with me, Fred, <clears throat> and everybody listening should know by now, eBay doesn't do anything for me, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't doesn't release those endorphins well, in my it's brain. Well, not it's not a true auction in my opinion. Like if you put stuff up for auction, all it is is like, right, three to seven days of nothing, of you constantly checking it to see that nothing's happened. And then mm-hmm. like the last, usually the last 30 seconds, if you're lucky, the last minute and a half has some activity. But mm-hmm. otherwise, it's it's not like you're talking about with these online auction sites like I've been watching. Like I've been watching a couple of these because I finally yeah. signed up for an account. And yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not what you're describing. It's not that rush, that endorphin rush of just trying to sell that stuff. Like it's none mm. of that. Yeah, seeing yeah, seeing it. Is it going to go? And what's it going to go for? And like th- that's why I want to do it on whatnot because that <laughs> right. excites me. Like it really does. Like. Like I have issues, you know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, <laughs> fuck it, you know. Like I've I've already decided. Like I told my wife, like you're just gonna have to deal. Like I'm just gonna be the old gray haired dude that spends his afternoons at the slot machines. You know the dude that has his his players club on a bungee cord and shit. Like, <laughs> you ever see those guys? I do. Yeah, I have. Yeah, they're a little squiggly, you know, so they don't lose it and shit. Like, that's. <laughs> That's just like going to be my deal because it's like I'm falling into a rut of like I need, you know, I need that stimulation, you know, <laughs> and whatnot might be the next next thing that I want to do. But only if I can get the nerve up to do it. So, you know, you know my my buddy made me at work the ones I went to for for to be berated by. <laughs> yeah. You know, I went there to be called names and be berated and talked out of it. They made me buy that lot. You know, it reminds me of, um, not to, you know, quote Spielberg, but like, remember in Jurassic Park where he goes, I love this. You're meant to come down here and defend me. And the only one I got on my side is the blood sucking lawyer. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, he's, they're like, we're all gathered around, right? Uh Because... At work, um, they're still doing those the baseball cards like nobody's business. Okay, right? Nobody works. They're all just buying baseball lots, like fucking whatever you call them, breaks, whatever they they lots you know, breaks. You know where they like you you buy the the a spot and then they crack the cards open in front of oh, you. Oh, okay, yeah. Whatever they they have a name at work. They call them breaks or something. But sure. that's what they do all week on whatnot. They buy in and then they sit there and they hoot and holler about what break they got. And then, so my buddy, last week I told you, got like a crazy card. Mm -hmm. He just sold it on eBay for five grand, right? Damn. So, of course, he's going ham again. And I told him, dude, coming from a gambler, I go, the chances of you repeating that shit you know what I mean? Right. That that was your one. You yeah. <laughs> you've so what's he do? Yeah. He he says they start hootling horn and he gets a thousand dollar card on a break. So he's I, I have nothing for him. He's fucking proving me wrong. So <laughs> um those are the clowns Ish. I went to. Yeah, those those are the clowns I, I went to to talk me out of this shit. And they were like, they're all high as a kite 
on their baseball cards. Right. And they're like, dude, <clears throat> sell some Funkos. You want to sell those Funkos? It's like, fucking make some money, man. Make some money. And my other buddy goes, they made fun of me, but in a different way. They started berating me about fucking talking about it. It was like, I'm sick of hearing you fucking talk about these lots of Funko Pops. Fucking buy the lot. Stop being a pussy about it. I'm like, well, you guys were supposed to talk. He goes, take out your phone and just fucking buy it. He goes, then fucking you'll know. You'll know if you're good at it or not. And they made me fucking buy it right there, Fred. Huh? Well, there you go. Take out your phone. Well, I don't want to hear about it anymore. I was like, fuck. So I did. So someday. You're welcome. (laughs) Someday in the future, Fred, I'm going to have to buck up. Right, because I don't want to be a hypocrite to my kids, and what I mean by that is I don't want to raise my boy and my daughter saying, like, uh, you know, it's like you're always telling them to try new things. Don't be afraid to try new things. Right? You're always mm-hmm. teaching your kids that shit, and then here I am, afraid to sell plastic pieces of junk <laughs> on an auction site. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm going to have to suck it up at some point, whether I fail miserably, you know. I'll just tell you guys. I'll just fill the room with my, my friends here, for, you know, from from video game purists. You guys can just buy some Funko Pops from me. Make me feel good. Oh, yeah. That's how we're – yeah, that's how that's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Call my friends, my mother. Hey, can you join my auction? <laughs> but you know what? It's my mother. Um. But you know what, Fred? What if it did become? What if I did become popular? I could pimp the show on there. It's a whole new. That's an excellent audience. point. I can yes. always talk about the I like that I have a podcast going. on yeah, there, right? Yeah. yeah. So take us to the next level. It's true. I'd be like, come listen to our show. We like talk going. nothing mm-hmm. about Funko Pops. Yes, zero. Oh, wait, you can't say that because we've been talking no. about Funko Pops quite a bit lately. Right. We have until I move on to the next thing next month. <laughs> and I'm fucking I'm getting my real estate license or something. Something that I move on to. And I'm like, I'm dude, I'm gonna repair slot machines. I'm going to school for it. Like something. You know, I'll I'll move on at some point, but not not right now. Not until I sling these Funko Pops that I'm getting in the mail. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> And they make everything. I believe. Like, I am amazed. Know what I found? Hmm. Know what's coming in my lot that's in there? And it's not worth nothing. Uh, Pretty Woman. The hooker from Pretty Woman has her own Funko Pop. Thank goodness they're making hookers for kids. Pretty Woman. (laughs) No, the hooker, the prostitute, the fucking Julia Roberts. Like, Julia Roberts is a hooker with the boots? That outfit yeah. she wears in the beginning. Yeah, Vivian. Yeah. Vivian. Yeah, it's that outfit. Vivian something. Prostitute. Doesn't say it on the box, but that's what she was. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, who's buying this Funko Pop? I, I mean, I'll talk about who? it later, but Julia Roberts' outfit in Pretty Woman is like everyone's outfit in Final Fantasy X2. Uh-huh. Yeah. She it is. In uh <clears throat> listen. It's the 80s. It was a fantasy movie, right? Sure. Sure. You had a rich CEO that lived in a penthouse. Just, yeah. So uh, who's this? It's a hooker I picked up. She's my girlfriend now. Everybody yeah. treated her with respect. Would, that, would, would Jeff Bezos ever just show up with a hooker and be like, yeah, yeah. 
God, if my he girl, did, this, that would be my fantastic. Chop, chop. Buy her some clothes. She can pick out anything she wants. She's living in my house now. Yeah, yeah. Even when I'm not there. Just a hooker on the corner. She wasn't even like a – and Julia Roberts, that's a joke, right? She wasn't even like a high-class escort. She literally was a, a corner street hooker that looked like that. Right. The yeah. hooker with a heart of gold. A hooker with a, a heart as big as her fucking teeth. Fucking Julia Roberts. <laughs> Amazing. Do you remember that? Do you remember that trend? Uh, the fucking, hooker with a heart of gold trend? Uh the Pretty Woman, like how popular that movie was. I remember had, it being popular. So here's the thing. My mom would was let huge. me see it, even though it was a Disney movie. And that was not a Disney movie. Oh, yeah. Disney paid for it. It's, it's really? released by Disney Pictures. Yeah. Hilarious. It's rated R, though, because um, it's about a hooker. My mom wouldn't let me see it. My mom was one of those people, a good old catholic upbringing of america where she would only let me see a pair of tits if someone was sawing them off with a chainsaw right like mm-hmm. that was the kind of joke like she didn't care about graphic violence that was just graphic violence but mm-hmm. sex you couldn't talk about and pretty woman doesn't have an awful lot of sex in it from, no it doesn't you know but at the beginning right just the concept of her especially when yeah i don't think my mom wanted to explain why she gets down on her knees and she goes okay i got all these colors and like what are those um mm-hmm. So I hadn't seen that movie so, forever. Did you know that the first time I saw Pretty Woman was I, um, was uh, like a year ago? Not even? Really? Yeah, like I bought it. Really? It's like $5.99 at Amazon. I bought it to like get to the $25 free shipping point. It's, and then I watched it. But I was, uh, but like you were saying, I was very culturally aware. I want to say that movie came out in 91. <clears> and it 90, like won an Academy Award too, I think. And it's like that movie, everyone knew it. Like, it was okay to talk about Pretty Woman in, like, grade school, even though everyone kind of knew the content wasn't appropriate. It was 1990. I'm looking up now. Uh, So I was a year away from graduating high school. I was a junior in high school when Pretty Woman came out. There you go. Directed by Gary Marshall. Yes. Um, And it wasn't Disney Fred. It was... Uh, wink, wink, Buena Buena Vista Vista pitches. All right, not Disney. There's no Mickey ears on that hooker. You got and um, you got me. Would you remember like women? It was like women fell in love with that movie. Like, oh my god, I wish I was a hooker. Oh, Oh, I can be a hooker and meet a rich guy. If you've ever watched, everybody lost their minds. There's that Netflix show that's like how movies were made or something, and they do a Pretty Woman episode, and they talk about the original script, and it's. That show's great for any movie that you that you watch, but like, yeah, if you want to go watch the Pretty Woman episode, it's pretty good. It's hilarious. Well, either way, uh, if you wanted a Funko Pop, I'm going to have one very soon. <laughs> I'll price it accordingly. There we go. And, Suddenly, uh, I want if anybody one. wants it, yeah, who doesn't? See, that's what I'm going to bring to this live stream, Fred. I'm going to talk people into buying these Funkos. See, I think right? you could do that. That's why I'm. Find it oddly odd that you oddly odd. I find it odd that you're nervous about that. <laughs> because you know, other people are just throw them, throwing them up there. They can't even pronounce half the names, right? Mm-hmm. But if I give you a a backstory, you're I not just you, selling a Funko. Yes, Funko. you're selling I'm making more memories. Than that. We're making memories out yes. here, people. Yes, all right. That's what I'm saying. I'm not buying this hookah. With you. Listen, if, if there's, I don't know if Funko has a whole line of hookers, but if they do, this one needs to be at the front of the, the pack. There you go. If you, with your hooker collection. <laughs> a pretty one. With my hooker collection, yes. 
Yeah, like your video, like your bowling movies. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> how many hooker movies? Are there? <laughs> Let's focus on rich guy picking up a hooker. Uh, I'm sorry, prostitute. Actually, it was what hooker, prostitute, and now it's escort. Got classier as we went. Sex worker was in there. there you go. Sex worker, too. I like. Escort, but I think and escort, prostitutes are different. Escort sells you an experience, and sex may or can, may not you, be part of it. A prostitute is selling you sex. That's right. Escorts you can like, you can go bowling with and see a video game movie with a escort if you pay them. Yep. And then if they you just drop the extra, the and then if you just drop the extra thirty bar, or one hundred and thirty <laughs> bucks, is. then you can have sex. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> well, I don't know, Fred. We'll see how this goes. It will all be a while, anyways, before I get some stock in. My uh-huh. buddy's like, you got to get some stock in. People are talking to me like I have a store now. They're like, you got to make sure you got some stock in there. Yeah. If, you, you, if you're mm. popular, man, you got to go again. Like yeah, at least you got to have some inventory shit, man. Inventory. That's what, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, and then uh, you have to apply to be a a, <clears throat> a seller on that. Well, yeah, they're not going to just let any old schmo off the street auction shit off. What are you thinking? Yeah. So now I got to like apply to be a. Got to up your A game, be. man. Fuck. There's no fucking around here. I need a camera. I need a. I need a phone holder with a halo light around it. I need to get. I need to. <laughs> I need to step this up. <laughs> oh fuck! And then people are running it like people are running it with their laptop, you know. And then their phone is like their camera. But I'm I like, well, it. how you fucking? How you connecting like the fucking? You're running the auctions through your laptop, but the phone is your camera for the auction. Like how you connecting all that shit? And then you're playing music. And it's very old. There has to be a way so and there a- has to be a mix box because actually I um, I was using various webcams and I was actually at Micro Center trying to figure out what webcam because I wanted to do some intros and streams and stuff like that. And um, they everybody at Micro Center was like, stop fighting with these cameras. They're not going to be anywhere near what your camera is on your Galaxy mm-hmm. 21. They're like, just use that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why that would probably be cheaper. Is just to use my laptop for the auctions and mm-hmm. just get a clip-on webcam for the top of the laptop. Yeah, and use go. that as a camera. Like, like it has a camera facing me, mm-hmm. but if I had a webcam, it would face the other way for the auctions. You know what I mean? And then I wouldn't have to worry about all that. That's a better idea, actually. That's, that's, an point. that's not you know less less plates spinning. For shit to go wrong. You know, what if I'm in the middle of office and my mother starts fucking drunk calling me? <laughs> Everything goes fucking to could shit. Could happen. You could so. push ignore, but I digress. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, that was my week, Fred. My week <laughs> has there been obsessed go. with <clears throat> looking up little dead-eyed plastic people all week. <laughs> dead-eyed plastic. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. And it just hit. It hit a point where even I was looking at them and being like, "Oh, that's fucking cool. That one's cool." Like I got the Armora mm-hmm. from the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. um, all gold, and it has a the the Mandalorian crest like in the background of the box. There you go. And uh, it's fucking cool looking. And the lettering's all gold, right? It's not like like a regular box. I'm like, this is, so I sent the picture to my buddy because he was the one with me when we accidentally bid on it at work. Mm-hmm. Like I was showing how to bid. So I bid thinking like this thing would go higher and it didn't. I mean, I only got it for like seven bucks. It's not like I can't. Uh, 
But I said to him, I go, look at this. I sent the picture. I said, I should, uh, I said, I should uh, keep this one. And he wrote back and he just wrote, what do you write? I'll tell you exactly what he wrote because it made me laugh. This is how ruthless they are at work. It's how they the fucking. I love the busting balls thing. <laughs> I said, I might have to uh, keep this one. He said, he said, can't get attached. Let it go. This is a business. So he wrote, there you go. <laughs> He's keeping you on the straight and narrow, man. I right. don't know. That seems like a that doesn't sound like busting balls. That sounds like a, mm. a man who wants to see you succeed. <sighs> He's looking out for you, bro. Yeah. And I wrote back, you're right. Never name your Funkos. Off to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> Once you wrote, name them their personalities, just, they have that's souls. Right. And he just wrote he just wrote back smart move. There you go. So there you go. He's looking out for that's, you. That's 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 what I'm dealing with right now, Fred. <laughs> My business. The future business. Oh boy. But otherwise, that man, my uh, the mill O'Connor life, you know, fucking basketball games, and and um, that's about it. Cleaning shit up. I still haven't got to my why is Fred. I was supposed to do it today. Um, no dice. No uh, dice. No dice. No dice. Um, I did make a casino run. Oh yeah. Day, on Martin Luther King Day. Oh wait. Um, um, one sec. All right, sorry about that. Uh, had to take a break. Got some breaks tonight, but hopefully the yeah. audience will barely notice. Anyway, you were saying about the uh, casino, I believe. Yeah, I just, um, on Monday, it was a holiday, you know? <clears throat> so the For kids the were most, home. Yep. <laughs> yep, and the wife was home, and everybody's home. And um, so, as you know, I'm trying to curb myself from going away on my trips to the casino. Mm-hmm. You know, me and my wife were going together in February. So I told her that I just dip into our little local casino once in a while to kind of, you know, curb my appetite, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I've been going there on my days off, sometimes on Monday. And I just bring like, you know, a few bucks and I <clears throat> sit around and get out of my system. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they sent me a thing for Monday for the holiday that was like scratch ticket. It's like, hey, come on down on Monday between this time and this time, and uh, you get some free slot play, right? We'll scratch the ticket, and you get what you get. And I'm like, talk to my wife. I said, what are we doing today? She's like, she's like nothing. I'm, we're all home. I go, all right. I go, you mind if I run down to, to uh, Plain Ridge there? I want to scratch this thing, see what I get. See what I get. And she's like, yeah, go ahead. Knock yourself out. So I go down there forgetting that it's a holiday and not my run-of-the-mill Monday morning where there's just a bunch yep. of gray-haired people hanging around. And uh, I got there and the place was packed. And I was like, fuck. And like an idiot, I go up to the first person working there. I go, hey, where do I bring this scratch ticket thing? And they did one of those like <clears> – <throat> You know, like Jeanine Garofalo working at the Medieval Manor. She did one of those, like, pointed to the line, wrapping around the whole casino in front of my face. And I was like, oh. Dude, I got a lot yeah, of that makes Yeah, that makes sense. That mob of people in line, that makes sense. <laughs> so, anyways, I waited I waited 20 minutes in line, Fred, uh, so they could scratch me off $5. There you of, go. Uh, Soft place. Yeah. But you know what I did, Fred? Spent I combined that five, five bucks. <laughs> I combined that five dollars uh-huh. with a hundred dollars. 
and I sat down for 20 minutes and I hit $500. Damn. And then I nice. and then I le- and then I left. And you got and about said, that bitch. And I came home and I told my wife I said, "Look what I got." And she said, she goes, "Take some of it, shove it in the jar." So I took 200 and put it in our casino money. There you for go. February. Yeah. Then I took the change for work and then I took the other 200 that I still just have floating around and uh because I, I tend to recycle it. Like, I think since I've been doing this, going to my little local thing, I've recycled the same $100 bill. You know what I mean? Like, I've always mm-hmm. come home with it in some form. So I just keep using it on my to go. And, uh, yeah. So I said to my wife, be ready for an onslaught of, like, flyers and coupons and promotional shit because they are pissed. They do not like... When you leave, when they give you a little taste of something, yeah, and then you you take a lot more home, yeah, they're the very net, the net gains yeah. are zero. They they lost yes. money on you, yeah. I am not a whale. I am not making them rich, but that's that's four hundred and ninety five dollars that I took from them. <laughs> well, and they can track that because they do. You got that gambling card. That's how they track yes. that with ease. Yes. I can track it. Like you you can go on to app, your casino app and you can yeah, well, you can check your year losses. They're, they're fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. I bet 1-800-BETS-OFF so. is making them. <laughs> you got to do taxes, man. You know, you might oh, have to claim that's probably that the shit. biggest reason. Yeah. Yes. If you make enough gambling, uh, I would imagine, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that's all on their record. So they're not liable for nothing yep not that they would be but you know oh i'm pretty sure casinos pay their taxes <clears throat> yep so anyways yeah that was a fun little fun little whack you know what i mean yeah just not never bad go for back. 20 minutes of <laughs> 20 minutes of work you know what i mean yeah so i don't know <sighs> much like my friends with their baseball cards don't get used to it <laughs> it's not that's not the norm but yeah, that was my week, man. It's been a, I guess, you know what? I'm making fun of it. Pretty fun week, though. Looking up, looking up Funko Pops is pretty fun. You know? <laughs> it's, it's just, pretty, it's, it's like a hobby. It's a good time. It's a good time, man. There you go. It's a good time. Hunt. So, anyways, that's it. That's That was my week, man. Well. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. well, uh, on the gaming front... The I was hoping to be able to talk to you about the Callisto Protocol since um, I resubbed to Gamefly. Boy. And um, I, still, I still forget that's a real business. Yeah, I got billed the full amount, and I will give them credit. <laughs> they did the exact same thing they did as last time. They were like, well, you got to email us the, the email to prove that you had that. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, yeah, okay, we're going to refund you this money, but next time, you want to click that big button that says click here to resubscribe. And I, I, yeah, I know. What the fuck yeah. do you think I did, guys? Your link doesn't work right. <laughs> there must be something. Maybe it's if you're already logged in, or maybe it's <laughs> if you're not. I, I could have sworn the last time I wasn't logged in. I logged in, and then I lost the promotion. And then this time, it doesn't even tell you. Like, I was pre-logged in because I knew I should be logged in. And it still mm-hmm. didn't work, so I have no idea how that works. But they refunded my money, so it is what it is. They gave me my money back. Anyway, I'll give them credit. On last Sunday, 
it said, like, we've shipped you the Callisto Protocol, but I knew that it was a holiday on Monday. But by now, I should have gotten it, and I haven't. Right. It, it hasn't shown up uh. yet. And I'm convinced, I will tell you, Trees, I don't know what it is, but packages seem to move faster than cards, than mail at my post office nowadays. Um, <laughs> my dad sent me a birthday card like a week and a half in advance, and I got it late. <laughs> like, like, letters don't make it in time. I got... My, uh, oh, another good example of that was I got my insurance cards for the new year on like January 6th. And my company was like, we sent those out like December 20th. And I'm like, yeah, it just, and I've heard that like, at least in, in the, uh, Southern suburbs of Kansas city on the Kansas side, the mail system sucks. Like, Mm. I'm sorry, but if our postal workers give a fuck, like they have a weird way of showing it. Um, Everybody's got their struggles. Everybody's got situations we're not aware of. I completely understand that. But it's funny. They managed to get me four big books in a fraction of the time. <laughs> and yet, yeah. my letter hasn't shown. So I get, I got a pretty good feeling that the game will eventually show up. But already that tells me that there's no chance I'm getting Dead Space in time. Right, like even if I turned, even if I got Callisto Protocol tomorrow and sent it back to them, it would never make it to them in time for me to get Dead Space remake. So, whatever, I'll just hope for the best, hope and pray, <laughs> and play the Callisto <laughs> Protocol in the meantime. But yeah, GameFly was a big bunk, and it's not their fault. I think that's the worst part is I'm not going to subscribe to them, not because of them. It's just their delivery method is not. They don't pay right. the post office enough, is my opinion. Because you and I both know, if they paid enough, that wouldn't be a problem. Right. Like, if you were a big enough client to the post office, it wouldn't be a problem. But GameFi is probably not, like you said, it, people don't even remember it's a service anymore. So anyway. No, it's like, I, in my brain, they went out of business when I when I stopped using them. <laughs> you know? There you go. Well, so, yeah. And I will say a problem I'm having is I I got into this point and we'll talk about this a little bit, but like I genuinely felt like I wasn't going to be able to do the show anymore um, or at least not talk about games on it anymore because I really got into a rut this week where I was like, fuck, do I not like video games anymore? <laughs> Luckily, I got out of that. Turns out I was just playing the wrong video games. Um, but let's talk about it. So... First one up was Final Fantasy X-2. Final Fantasy X-2. So, first of all, found out at the beginning that it spoils the ending of Final Fantasy X. So, if you care about that, which I don't, um, you might want to keep that in mind when you you start it. But it was... um, It's the three main characters from X. I don't remember all of them, though. All three of them being in the game, so maybe I hadn't gotten there yet. But it's Yuna, obviously Yuna, and she's like a pop star. Um, Well, at least I thought she was a pop star. It turns out she was just like a gun-toting rogue. Um, But somebody has (laughs) stolen her identity and one of her dress spheres, which was the pop star dress sphere. Um, But yeah, there's there's, um, Yuna, and then there is... The, the outfits are very interesting. There is... God, I forgot her name. I, I got to look this up or it's going to drive me nuts. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Do you remember any of the characters from Final Fantasy X? No. I'm, I mean, I remember the... <laughs> no, ten. Remember I started playing it? So I remember Yuna, but not ten two. But so ten two does Titus. feature characters from the other. It from was the game. Titus, right? Titus, Titus was the main was dude. the lead Titus. character. Titus, yeah. And then there was a Polynesian cat. Uh huh. Waka. Um, Waka. That's all. I <laughs> and then there was a cool dude with one eye, like an eye patch. He was yeah, cool. Yeah, one eye. I mean, he was name, but... he was cool as shit. And then there was uh, like a hot like witch girl. That was. I think that's team. Pain. I can't remember her name. Anyway, so the three characters in this are uh, Yuna, Riku, and Pain. And Riku was like, I think part of Waka's people. She's she's cute. She's spunky. She's got one of those, uh, they, they did this trees, where she's got the uh, pants that hang low, and she's got the thong where she pulls the straps, the yes. strings, up to her hips. Yes. So you can always tell that she's got like a string bikini yeah. on underneath. Um, very lead, very leader WWE. Yeah, era. yeah. Attitude era leader. And then Pain is like all leather, like she's she's leathered up in some sexy stuff. Um, anyway, and the whole concept of this game is you got these dress spheres, which are kind of like the job system, and you can <clears throat> change between them, and that's the game. And you're going and trying to collect all these spheres with this. Um, and again, these are probably all characters from 10, but you're with this guy. I think his name is Robbie or something. And he is like this crazy kind of like Eastern European guy who runs like a ship. And you're just trying to collect spheres, not just dress spheres, but spheres in general. And there is a female character you're like fighting against. And she's got a couple of, um, she's got a couple of like, cronies with her um and you just go around and and check out islands and stuff so anyway i played the beginning of this it was a little off-putting but also a little easy and then i did a ton a fuck ton of tutorials there's like some pokemon shit where you can throw out traps and capture creatures and then have them fight each other in arenas and then there's a bunch of islands and there's a bunch of side notes and there's a ton of plot. And I didn't even know how to elevate, like move the plot on. Turns out I had to go talk to the right person and sleep overnight, things like that. And then you have a bunch of islands you can drop down on. They show you the difficulties in stars. And I dropped down to Waka's area, talked to him, wandered around his whole island, couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do. There was supposed to be some cave I was supposed to find, couldn't find the cave. Very disoriented with the whole thing. Could not find my way around a bunch of stuff. There was another area uh, earlier on in like the first part where I had to like race my nemesis and her two cronies up to the top of like a tower. And I thought I was going to run out of time because I just couldn't navigate those 3D environments because they're not clear. Right. <clears throat> and I didn't feel like I was doing very well and I didn't feel very in control of this game. And I was like, well... But there are two ways that I'll keep going. Both things that are present in Final Fantasy VII Remake. If the gameplay stays, like, fair, I understand it'll get harder, but if it doesn't get, like, ridiculous, I'll stick with it. And if the story's good, I could see myself sticking with it, even if it gets harder. Looked it up. Final Fantasy X-2 may be one of the hardest games in the Final Fantasy universe, and really? the story is pretty disposable. Huh. And I'm like, well, those those are not two things that I want to hear. 
And then I got a new dress no. sphere, which was like a black mage. I dropped down on an island, walked up. My character, who is the black mage, got hit once and died immediately. I had to use all my phoenix downs on her to keep her alive on this island. Still couldn't figure out what was going on with that island. And I was like, man, fuck this game. So about five hours in, didn't even get a trophy yet. I'm out. I'm out. Wow. Fuck that. Wow. Yep. Final Fantasy X-2 was a big goose egg for me. Now, again, to be clear with people, because I know I'm going to get some some feedback, um, it doesn't mean it's not a good game. It's just not a good game for me. It's not... I don't like traditional JRPGs. I don't even know if I like RPGs much as a whole. There are exceptions, like Final Fantasy VII Remake, Skyrim, things like that. But as a whole, I don't think the genre is really made for me. Um, <clears throat> you know... I like Zelda games. Yeah. My favorite franchise is East, right? Which tells you a lot, but yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, I never played it. I was always uh, into it because uh, I thought it looked cool with the dressing things. I mm-hmm. remember she had this cool uh, collector's edition that came with like a model of the gun or twin B guns or whatever they were. Yep. You know, right? Remember the special edition? It came with like a cool replica. I don't gun remember that when... special edition, but I'm uh, I, I've seen the guns. I will say this game looks incredible. It does. They did a really good yeah. job cleaning it up, and I bet it looked incredible back when it first came out. Also, I, I was gung ho like two years ago or last year when I was playing ten because I'm like I'm gonna go through ten, and then I'm gonna fucking play that other one that I want to play, and then I got into ten with then they made me play that ridiculous. Oh, uh, um, whatever. Ball Something game ball. Yeah. That I couldn't even fathom how to play it. And so I was pretty let good you at that game. Yeah. So. You had to, you had to win a game or you couldn't progress. And there's a couple other times you have to later in the plot. It, not many. I think it's only two or three games, but yeah. Well, I noped out of it quickly. And I was like, see you later. I got pretty far, oh. but then, yeah, I, I struggle with it also. So. Oh, Google's going to do that thing. Uh, Sorry, I want to see this limited edition. I swear it had a gun. strategy guide. Fucking. I love how Google, like, goes, no, I know what you wanted to talk about. No, no, you didn't. You had no fucking clue. Um, But, yeah. uh, So I tried that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That does look cool. Did it come with, right? It came with a gun, right? Mm-hmm. A model of a gun. Good luck importing that. <laughs> Trust me, I had a gun Back stuck when. in customs for nine months. <clears throat> I like Back gun. When. Back anyway. when collector's editions were cool, man. Were cool. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> well, so then I tried R-Type Final 2, which is, you know, I like shooters. And it was available <clears throat> on PlayStation Plus Extra. It was on PS4. Yeah. Um, yeah. I personally don't like R-Type as a franchise as a whole. I didn't even like the original R-Type. I was never really good at it. And it's very Gradius-like in that if you die once, you lose all your power-ups, so like you're kind of dead in the water for the rest of it. It's not of my favorites. I'll usually take like a cave shooter or especially like mm-hmm. the Raiden games I love um, and, and various things like that. But anyway, decided to give that a go. Um, Trees, this was like a fan... Um, funded game 
And oh, so okay. they do an incredible job of like creating like cutscenes and lore in the opening um, menu. I thought it was pretty telling. They were like, if you have a bunch of codes because you backed this with Kickstarter, enter them here to unlock this dope shit. And they tell you what you'll unlock. And they're like, and if not, if you weren't a Kickstarter backer, you don't get access to any of this. And I get it because oh, the whole idea really? is to like make the Kickstarter people feel like they're on top of the world, right? Like, so you, if you're a Kickstarter person, you enter that menu and you're like, fuck yeah. But if you're not, you're like, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? They should have did like a background code where it's like redeem, just says redeem code in the settings. Oh yeah, or redeem code, yeah. In the settings. And if you're one of those people, you just put that in and then like you you get that no they have not four like, bullets that tell yeah. you exactly what the bonus gives you and, and whether so. or not you are at the right tier to get it yeah anyway. that's that's not the greatest also you have yeah. to watch a really long cutscene before you start playing this game is bogged down with what's the biggest thing with shooters you want to die and even if you're going back to a checkpoint you or even the beginning of the level you want to be able to quickly get back into it this game is bogged down in cutscenes that even if you skip them, there's a bunch of them. So like if you skip mm-hmm. one, it just goes into another cutscene. You gotta skip that one, then it goes into another cutscene. You have to skip like four cutscenes to start the level. And they also mm-hmm. don't explain a lot of the mechanics. And so it's very off-putting, like right at the beginning, although it does look beautiful. Um right. but yeah, good luck beating the first level. Unless you want to put like a good, I don't know, it took me about 35 minutes to figure it out. Oh. And I was like, okay. And the second level was hard as fuck. And I was like, oh, okay, I think I'm good with this. So I got really annoyed with that game and I was like, man, fuck this. Like, I don't like this either. So I deleted that. Thank God I didn't spend money for it. You know, but it's our type final. So, like, whatever. Right. Um, so then I decided to go to a game that I had picked up a while ago. Which, I'm going to talk a little bit about the lore, but it's Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song. Hmm. And I think this will hit a PlayStation Plus or a a Game Pass soon, but don't quote me on that. And what this game is, is it's not like Bloodlines or anything like that, which is probably never coming out, let's face it. Like, that thing got in so much trouble, like, it's done. Um... But this is like a true blue RPG where you're just running around making decisions, having conversations, and using various mechanics to navigate puzzles and conversations. There's no actual true blue action to it, but you are on foot in a third-person view moving around. And it's the developer is... I believe the developer is Big Bad Wolf and the publisher is Cyanide. And I was trying to remember where I knew Big Bad Wolf from, and then it dawned on me... I've talked about another one of their games, their first game, in fact, which was called The Council. I don't know if you remember me talking about this, Trees, but this was an episodic game I played some time back, but I think it was on a VGP episode we talked about this. Um, and it was an episodic game that was in back in history where like you're on this island and like Napoleon Bonaparte and Benjamin Franklin and like George Washington are all there and it's like a murder mystery. Do you remember me talking about this game? Uh, no. Okay. Pretty far-fetched. I don't think so. Okay. So the council was very cool. And this was, maybe it was far, far enough back because I I got it as a review code, but this was back when I was, um, when I left 
reviewing games for the paper, they did some scans on video or on uh, GamingHistory101.com, and this was back when we were doing Gaming History 101, so I got a lot of traffic there. And they were like, mm. oh, you can continue re- requesting codes from us. And that's where I played the council and stuff. So I got reviews live on GamingHistory101.com if you want to see them. But they're from a, some time ago. Anyway, they got to make a Vampire the Masquerade game. And what happens in that game, the council has moved into this one. So a lot of my gripes about this was, first of all, things seem really easy at first, and then they get harder. Also, the mechanics aren't very well explained. Well, this goes way more for Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song, which is you build a character, but you have no idea what those builds are really based off of. You are given a limited amount of what's called willpower, which allows you to negotiate uh, influence and have conversations and open certain conversation options. Um, But you have a very limited amount of willpower. And that was a big gripe I had with the council as well. You didn't, you had to like decide whether or not you wanted to engage with certain conversations because to win those conversations may mean that later in the chapter, you can't have a conversation that you like, you had to really kind of like, hold on to it, but it was this weird risk-reward because you may fuck yourself early on in the chapter and it's just all downhill from there. Whereas, on the other hand, if you go into early arguments and try to win them or, or conversations and try to win them, then you might get to the end of the chapter and the most important decisions you don't have any willpower to use to get your way. And mm. Vampire does this, but like to almost an annoying factor... There's also a ton of dialogue and conversation that assumes you've basically read, and I have, that's how I know this, you've read like the first hundred pages and skimmed the other 500 pages of the Vampire the Masquerade tabletop RPG book, right? Like it assumes you have a pretty strong familiarity with Vampire the Masquerade before you do. And I'll tell you, Trees, like, wandering around there, trying to solve pretty basic puzzles, trying to do navigations. I hate the way they have you feed on people. And it's really slow. I spent, like, 90 minutes playing this, I think, on Friday night. And I was like, man, fuck this game, too. (laughs) And it was funny because... Mm. Hold on. There we go. Um, It was funny because I like this developer... Mm-hmm. I dug the council, even though I had some gripes with it, but I wasn't so off-put like I was with this game. And <clears throat> I got to tell you, like, I just did not want to play a game like this. And then so, of course, I looked up reviews and a bunch of RPG sites are like, and a bunch of games journalists are just like, this is the greatest game that has ever walked the face of the earth. <laughs> It's not going to sell You're well. Wrong, and and guess what? It did not sell well. And they're like, it's not going to sell well. And it's not going to go over with the population. And you and I have kind of talked about this, so I'm not going to dwell on this. And I think we might have talked about it off the air a lot more than on the air. And you don't have mm-hmm. to speak to this. But I genuinely feel that almost 100% of games journalists fucking hate every person they write articles to. <laughs> like, you read some of these articles and they're like, the general public's just not going to get this. This glorious game of 
wonderfulness. It's got a bunch of technical problems and it's goofy. Um, and, um, you know, your pew pew shooter Call of Duty fans are just not going to go for it. It's not as cool as Fortnite, children. But if you give it a chance, it will be the definitive you know, everyone's going to just be like, it's slow and it's got so much plot and you just walk around all the time and it's a walking simulator that's glorified. And of course, you're going to hate it. But hidden behind that surface is the greatest video game that's ever walked the face of this earth. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that, guys. I don't know. <laughs> Polygon, I think your head is firmly shoved straight up your rectum that you're looking at your own guts and thinking it's the masterpiece. Sorry. Oh, so, but yeah, I, I've always I seen, was, oh, continue. I just said, I've always seen that Vampire the Masquerade. It's always on Game Pass. It's always mm-hmm. somewhere in like, well, there's different when I versions see it, of, yeah, that franchise. Yeah. When I see it, I think of, like, am I thinking of something else? Oh, is this like a long standing, like, one of the original, like, PC? Like, yeah. So, Popular games. For some quick, like, 30-second history, Vampire the Masquerade, with these RPG mechanics, and I think that's what they're hearkening back to, what a lot of these reviewers are remembering, was Mm -hmm. there were many, many PC games where it was kind of like a point-and-click adventure where you'd use your mouse and kind of, like, navigate, like, isometric spaces or top-down spaces or sometimes not even spaces at all, and you'd make a bunch of decisions, and there'd be a lot of dice roll game mechanics while you tried to navigate basically a single-player version of of a true blue pen and paper RPG. The exception is Bloodlines. Bloodlines came out in, like, 2004. It was PC only, and it is, like, coveted. Um, I'm trying to remember the developer right now. Somebody's going to be able to say it, but it doesn't matter. Uh, was it Troika games? I think it was Troika games anyway. And it was an action game. So it took all these RPG mechanics and literally embedded them in what was largely kind of like, like a Bioware RPG. Like they, it had lots of technical issues, so like lots of systems kind of fucking around like a Bethesda game or a Bioware game, but by and large, they nailed it. And the, the balance of the difficulty and everything's all, all over the place. But yeah, it was, it, it took like the PC gaming world in the early two thousands. We'll always remember it. And there's a lot of beloved people. I tried playing it. It was not for me. <clears throat> Mostly it needed keyboard and mouse controls. You can try to map everything to a gamepad, but it doesn't go well. And so I just couldn't play it. I just flat out couldn't play I, it. I, I just remember um, <clears throat> we're talking twenty years ago. Yeah, when my buddy got real into PCs, like building them, I could have sworn that was one of the games. This he has got to be the game he's talking about. Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines is the big one. And so, okay, for comparison, <clears throat> they have kept making the point-and-click RPG stuff. And I would say the most recent ones. Remind me a lot of, oh, what's that super pretentious game? Sorry, I'm going to piss someone <laughs> off by saying that right off the bat. Um, God, what was that Russian game that everyone loved, or Eastern European game? And Stalker? recently, what? Stalker? Not Stalker. Um, it was, it won a game award. Um, it is, you play like a, a police officer who like hates the police and he's like an alcoholic and a drug user and stuff. I played it on this show. Or for this show. Oh, point, point and click game? Kind of. 
Disco Elysium. Thank you. That is it. You nailed it. Disco Elysium. So they've continued to make Vampire the Masquerade games. I have a bunch of them. There's like a New York one and a couple others. I got them on Steam for like pretty cheap as like on a Game Pass thing. Um, here we go. Vampire the Masquerade. Let's see which ones I've got here. Okay, I've got uh, Coiteries of New York, Shadows of New York. It's actually called the New York Bundle. There's also Sins of Sires, Out for Blood, Parliament of Knives, Night Road. It's just a bunch of these kind of like different types of games. But then, and this all started with like Redemption and things like that. Um, But Bloodlines was the big one because it was an action RPG. And Bloodlines 2, if you remember... That so oh actually Bloodlines one was two thousand seven so that may be later than you're thinking, but two thousand seven is the big one the Bloodlines one, and Bloodlines two got announced and there was stuff like former games journalist Kara Ellison, uh, she was a really good writer, she was on it as a writer there were a couple of other people there was that dude who wrote Dying Light who was on it and then it turned out he was like a sexual assaultist or something anyway there was a lot of certain people that were beloved in the game industry who turns out did a bunch of shitty things and got canceled and stuff like that all associated with it. And then it moved to another developer stuck in development hell. And then it just kind of fell off the face of the earth. It's got a indefinitely delayed thing. It has coming soon on the steam page. Um, Mm. Paradox is now in, in its hands. They've kind of hidden all of the different disastrous things that happened with this. But I think this game was slated to come out in like 2019 and now God knows when it'll come out, but it's not going to be good when it comes out. I'm sorry. People will say I'm a negative Nancy and they may be right, (laughs) but like this game is not going to be good. So Swan song song. I knew big bad wolf. Like I knew it was going to be the council developers. So I knew it was going to be kind of like largely a walking simulator with some puzzle and dialogue stuff, but they've just changed it up and and hit that stuff really hard early on. Like the council was kind of like, sometimes things would be obtuse, but like you'd power through them, right? Like the plot just continued this. Right. I found myself getting stuck an awful lot in those first like 90 minutes. And I found myself bored, fucking bored. Mm. And so I'm sure there's something for this. And to the point that like I can get, so this game, the big thing with it was it came out and it was, they did that horrible thing where it was like 60 bucks for the series for the Xbox one version and 70 bucks for the series X version. It didn't sell like at all. And so they dropped down the price um, and like Gamefly had it for like, I think I bought it for 10 bucks and you'll see it on clearance sales all the time over like at Amazon and GameStop and Best Buy for like 15, 20 bucks. And the game still hasn't sold well because GameStop will give me 15 bucks for it right now in store credits. So I can mm. actually make $5 if I trade it in right now. Right. Um, but I was like, no, I'm going to give this another chance at a different time. It may just not be the right time for me. Um, but this game's gonna, it didn't sell well. I think it will hit game pass or something at some point. It, it at least should. So more people can try it, but I found it to be slow, boring and extremely obtuse. So nice. <laughs> and so at this point I'm like, do I even like fucking video games? Right? <laughs> yeah. And so 
One thing that I couldn't get over though um, was I kept playing Star Wars, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga and having a big fucking grin on my face the whole time I was playing it and loving it. So that's fun. Yeah. So I got through Empire Strikes Back and most of Return of the Jedi, although I cannot agree with you, Trees. It takes me like I was not fiddling around in the hub areas. It still Mm. took me like probably like 60 to 90 minutes for each of those to get through them. Like I had to really go for it. So maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. I, I seem to have done movies in like the movies in one little sitting, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, I could, I mean, to I could some totally 60 to 90 minutes is probably a little sitting, but yeah, longer than I thought. Um, yeah. Okay. But I really love the humor in it. I really have to say, um, I find it amusing. I love when they change stuff up. I've now figured out they're not taking clips from the movies. They're full blown voice actors that are like, Sound alikes, and I think you might have yeah, even they, said that already. But yeah, they yeah. change because some of the stuff's changed a little, right? But, but like, it's not egregious. No, but like when they change stuff, I really like it, and I find it very funny. Um, I did go do some exploring though, like in Cloud City and in Dagobah and stuff like that. I did some exploring, some side missions and stuff. I do love when they do their own. It's it's reminiscent of Lego City Undercover. When they do their own comedy stuff, like there was this time where I was about to go to Endor and land, right, and do the Endor missions. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy floating around there, and he's like in an X-Wing, and he goes, hey, so like I double booked my deals. Like I decided I would do this job, but I also got money for this job over at Yavin 4 to deliver this package. If you'll go do that for me, I'd really appreciate it, and I'll like give you some money. And so mm-hmm. I like went to do it. And while you're in cyberspace or in hyperspace, you get stopped by TIE fighters and you keep having to fight waves of TIE fighters. And then when you get to Yavin 4, they're like, oh, he convinced somebody else to do his dirty work for him. Okay, well, here you go. Here's some, here's this and that. And it unlocks a character and stuff like that. Like I find that stuff amusing. Yeah. So, but um, my son uh, asked, he asked, he was playing it this week. Not, not with me. He just on his own was mm-hmm. like, I turn around and he had it on. So he, he dips back into it. You know, it's, I had turned on the mumble for a while mm-hmm. and, uh, I turned it off because my son didn't get it. Ah, cause yeah. he's too young to like, you know what I mean? So he was just like, he's never seen, well, he's never seen the movies. Right. right so all yeah. jokes are lost on him. So, uh, I turned back on the, just them talking so he could follow. Well, and I'm in talk. full mid-max mode. Like the first thing I bought when I got to a thousand bits wa- or a million bits was the times two multiplier. And then I just got yep. to two million and turned on the times four. So, and it's stackable. So now yeah. it's times eight. So yeah, I'm going to. It's smart. Smart. Yeah, but it's mid-maxing because I'll get, I'll get a bunch of bits real quick. But, yeah. and I did go back and do a couple of fun little things. Like I, I do have fun kind of solving some of the puzzles. One thing that's really annoying is the scavenger. I'm having a, a lot of problems in areas where like, I don't have the scavenger abilities. And I looked up and mm-hmm. you slowly get them over like all nine movies. But, and I wonder if this happened with you, if you play episode seven first, you immediately get scavenger Ray and she has all the abilities right off the bat. And so you can use her to like, mm-hmm. You do these all the time. And maybe that's where you didn't have problems that I did because I'm, I've only done the original trilogy 
and my car- mm-hmm. my my scavengers still don't know how to repair stuff. They can't climb on stuff. They can't blow up walls. They can't do any of the stuff they're supposed to be so, able to do. So something was weird with the game when I played it because I got scavengers early. Uh-huh. I did too. I got... Um, uh, and it wasn't Ray. It was um, no, like the dude, you get like Tuscan Raiders, or oh, with the limited edition, you got a couple. Yeah, I forget, but I got the guy from the Mandalorian. It was um, oh well, the so little... he is a bounty hunter. That you get the guy from the Mandalorian with the little Grogu following him, and he has all of the bounty no, hunter abilities. Not him. Not okay. him. He's not a bounty hunter. He oh, sorry. he literally has a scavenger symbol. He's oh, that little like um, the little dwarf guy that like. The guy that, that's from uh, Nick, Nick Nolte, like this is the yes, way. Yes, Nick Nolte okay. did the voice. Yes, yeah. him. Um, but like none of his abilities did anything. Like they didn't work. Like you'd mm-hmm. go up to a like a scavenger point. No, with that's him. that's the same thing with me. Yeah, nothing would activate until later on when I actually did get Ray, mm-hmm. and then she worked. Like everything worked. But it was like it was weird. It was almost like so. Was it I found to out that or something? no, in episode I think it's two in Endor in Epi- in in Jedi. I haven't done Endor yet, so I'm about to find out. And then in episode eight are the three scavenger abilities, but they're like off on the side, and you have to find them and do the side mission to unlock them. But then randomly, Ray the scavenger also unlocks them. It's real stupid. Yeah. Sounds it. Sounds stupid. (laughs) And it was crazy because I was like, where do I pay to unlock this ability? That's how it used to be, right? In the Lego games. But anyway. But yeah, I'm still having fun with those. I don't think I'm going to go like get everything right. Um, Once I'm done to 100% that game would be 100 (laughs) hours. Like it's. But I do have a lot of Kyber cubes though. Like those little blue cubes. I probably have a hundred and sixty. Dude, I these I stand by that game though. If you were on a desert island and had to pick a game yep. to keep you busy, I'm with you. Like that is like I'm with you, and it doesn't get old. I have to stop myself and like. Okay, it's fun breaking. Yeah, still fun breaking. My my son's like, you don't have to break everything. I was like, yes, I do. Yeah, you do. You absolutely yes, do. I do have to go over here and smash these things. But, <laughs> um. But yeah, so I did, I, I was playing that and I was having fun. So I'm like, okay, so I like some stuff, right? <laughs> um, and then the time where I was like, no, this is this is the video games I'm playing. This is not me, was during mm. that football game, during the Chiefs game. So I whipped out my Steam Deck, okay? And I was like, I could play um, Lego City Undercover, but I didn't want to because I was already enjoying Skywalker Saga. And I'm like, if I do too much Lego stuff, I might burn myself out. I don't want to mm-hmm. do that. And I'm pretty far in Lego City Undercover. But like you said, that's the 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 campaign is just how you start off. And then the rest of it's cleanup, which is kind yeah. of similar, but elongated version of Skywalker Saga. Um, and I didn't want to do that Chase Turbo racing game anymore. I didn't want to have that kind of twitch reflex stuff. Plus, I was all full on the El Jefe burrito, right? So I was feeling like Jabba the Hutt myself. So like... Right, I just wanted to get under some covers and not care. And right. so I installed a couple of games. And the first one I installed was something from way back in the day. So I was only using games that were for sure like guaranteed to work great on the Steam Deck. And the first one I played was Azure Striker Gunvolt. 
Are you familiar with this game at all? Zer Striker. All those words sound familiar to me. (laughs) (laughs) So this indie game actually started, I believe the first time I saw it was on the Switch. And I bought the original game on the Switch. And it people said it was, it's not, I don't think it's involved with Capcom or anything, but people were like, this is kind of like Mega Man X. But like in that vein of Mega Man X, it was like, it depends on interesting mechanics that aren't really like traditional Mega Man games where you like just get the weapon, right? And use that to kind of beat the next boss and the next boss and the next boss, right? Like it's like this game's more about using your regular weapon, but learning boss patterns and stuff like that, but you get benefits. Mm-hmm. And so I had it on the Switch, and then I think I got all of the Gunvolt games. There's been a lot of them now. I remember when the first one came out, like, early into the Switch's life. But now there's been, like, four or five of them. And um, I, I remember, you know, again, getting it in, like, a Humble Bundle thing or something. I have a bunch of them. So this is the original game. I recently talked about and played an 8-bit, like, D-make version of the game. I think it has, like, the Galgun Girls in it. And I think it's on... And I know it's on PlayStation Plus. So I think it's called Gunvolt Burst. And that was the one I played, and it was just too hard for me. Like, it was fine for a while, but I just didn't want that kind of difficulty. It's like when you play Mega Man 9 for the first time, and you're like, eh, maybe I don't want to play this anymore. Um, Gunvolt Hmm. was different. Gunvolt was beatable. Um, But it definitely offers quite a bit of challenge but the thing with it is you shoot things but that doesn't necessarily kill them or if it does it does it a very small clip and what it ends up doing is when you shoot them once they turn blue when you shoot them a second time they turn yellow third time they turn pink and then you can use your voltage where you shoot like electricity out by pressing the i mean you press x to shoot and b to do the voltage And Mm -hmm. that zaps them and that kills them quicker. And then you get like various things like points and health and all kinds of drops. So that's kind of thing is you shoot them a couple of times in a controlled way and then you zap Mm -hmm. them. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Just um, real quick. I just typed it in Mm -hmm. and I absolutely 100% know this game (laughs) because I've watched the trailer on a game pass before. I've been like, nope. Because oh, okay. I see that Mega Man style. So I ha- yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about now. Well, so I really dug it, actually. Um, it was a lot of fun. You, d- I went and you get to pick your bosses and stuff. And I played three random levels. I think I played... And I played the last level first. Julie picked it. I played like... There was like a level <laughs> called like Data Store. And then like something Jungle. And then there was another one that was like a media thing. And they all have themes, right? Like I, I've stayed away from the underwater one, but they all have themes. Kind of like Mighty Number no. Nine, only good. And the game's fun, and it's got some crazy mechanics, like your voltage drains, right? And then if you let it drain all the way, kind of like in any video game where you don't, you know, like a light gun game where you don't reload, like it can penalize you. You have to either wait for it to recharge, or you can press down on the D-pad twice. And he recharges, but like while he does that, you can't jump, shoot, or dodge or anything. You can just move around. Mm-hmm. I guess you could dodge, but like you know what I mean. It like it makes things harder. Um, but it's all this risk reward stuff. And then when you're fighting the bosses, you definitely need to get them like in one of these different areas: blue, yellow, or pink. I usually go for pink because it seems to do the most damage and zap them down. But then you have to know when to take a breather and recharge. 
And Ooh. it's this fun little balance. I've kill you can level up and stuff like that. Your character levels up naturally, and then you can also generate new like special weapons and abilities and stuff like that. Um, but you don't get the when you kill a boss, you don't get their weapon per se, like Mega Man style. So it does rely on you just learning their patterns and getting good at like fighting them. And I had a lot of fun with it. So I killed three out of the six or seven bosses there are. So I'm making my way through that game. But I had a lot of fun with it. And some of those bosses are fucking tough. Like, you're not going to beat them first time. But luckily, when you die on them, unlike Mega Man games and unlike Mighty Number no. 9, you just start up right back at the boss. And you just fight him over and over again until you want to give up or keep fighting them. And every boss right. has a weakness. So if you're finding them to be ridiculously hard or, and some bosses is kind of bullshit, they have a move where like they do it and then if, uh, and then it like grabs you and one hit kills you. If you're seeing a boss do that, that means there is something they want you to do that prevents them from doing that move that you're not realizing you can do. <clears throat> Which is kind of shitty, I'll admit it. But the game was never too frustrating. It was a lot of fun. So I, I played that game for about an hour, hour and a half, and I had a lot of fun with it. The nice. next game I played, also while watching this, or while everyone else was watching the Chiefs game, and um, enjoyed <laughs> the hell out of it, like it's the game I think I want to play the most, is um, I played Arkham Origins Blackgate. Are you familiar with this game? No. Okay. No. So the reason you may not be familiar with it was Ar Arkham Origins Blackgate came out on the Vita. It was a Vita exclusive. <laughs> yeah. It's a why. Metroidvania <laughs> Vita exclusive during the Arkham Origins time, right? They were they were like, okay, Rocksteady's not going to make the next Arkham City yet, right? We were all waiting for Arkham Knight. And so Warner Brothers had two different studios work on Arkham Origins and Arkham Origins Blackgate and released them at the same time. This was during that time where the Vita was very prevalent, right? So it started on the Vita. I think it got a 3DS release. And then I know it came out on Steam, right? Because that's the version I'm playing. But it's funny because I'm playing it portably because I now have it. The other thing that's funny is I own the digital copy of Blackgate on the Vita. Um, mm. But it's a big... Hassle. I don't know if you know this, Trees, but P I, actually you do know this because we talked about it. If you want to install a game on PSP or Vita nowadays, you have to download it onto your PS3 and then install it through your PS3 onto your system because you can't access the store or something. Yeah. So right. It's a big pain in the ass. Didn't want to do it. Um, and it's hacked, but then I didn't want to go look up piracy versions of it and things like that. I need to figure out what I'm going to do. I have a huge like two terabyte flash card. I might just figure out how to get on PSN. Uh, Cause even though mine's hacked, I think I can get on PSN and just download games off the store. Like I shouldn't play online with them, but I can just download them. I think I'm allowed to do that. Like you're not doing something like with the Wii or the switch, like people who hack the switch can actually illegally download games. They didn't buy with the mm -hmm. Vita hack. You can't do that. You can just get on the store. And if you've bought the game, you can download it. I need to look into that. But anyway, so I started playing Blackgate. It's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a Metroidvania game. I don't know how else to describe it. Like it is just, it's that brawler stuff, but instead of being like a three full 3d environment space, it's just like a side scroller with 2.5 D graphics. That's like a Metroidvania. You got to figure out how to, 
get the right abilities to unlock other areas and stuff. And it was a lot of fun. I really had a blast with it. I am good. Yeah. I'm like halfway through the first area, which is penguins area. So I'm getting up to penguin. So, so you had to, you had to do a little bit of throwback to not quit gaming. (laughs) Yes. And I think that's the problem is that I think I'm struggling with back in the day, right? Like, B-tier games, indie B-tier games, used to be like kind of, I don't know how to describe them, right? They were just like fun little gems, right? Like like Ninja Blade and like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, various things on the 360 era. You know, even big publishers had them, right? Do you remember Wet and things like that? Like, yeah. I love little crazy B-tier games like that. Even mm-hmm. like EA games, Pandemic's the Saboteur and stuff. Like, those are what I think of when I think of yeah, B-tier. Sort of lost them. We've lost them. You got yeah. The big AAA releases or indie, artsy yeah. indie games. And now when I play these artsy games, I'm not the right audience for them, right? Like we everyone's got, come um, to the rapture and swan song and yes. I bet I don't I think, love Black Sad or that Rooster Chicken game okay. or... But, I've heard but Republic I, is shit, and you know I, don't I think know. that's why I think that's why that um, Evil West people gravitated towards that a little bit because yes, everybody was like, it's a V Team yes. PlayStation Three game. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, and Evil West you know? is exactly what I was looking for, right? Mm-hmm. But it didn't really drop in price, right? Like it went on sale for like forty seven, and now it's back mm-hmm. up to sixty. Like for whatever reason. That publisher is holding firm, and I'm like, God damn it, guys! If you would drop this some bitch to thirty bucks, like so many people would pick it people up. Would discover, it, yeah, yeah, or throw it on Game Pass. I don't care how you do it, like, but it will probably. Out. It sounds like it will end up. Yes, that's what everyone's waiting for. Actually, so, so, but yeah, and so I, I think what I'm looking for out of these indie games is not going to be what I'm going to get. You know what I mean? Right. The closest example is like Kena, but again, what do Kena yeah. and Evil West have in common? Both of their publishers stayed firm and were like, "No, you know, we're going to we're going to sell this game for full price and you either know the gem that it is or you miss out." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Well, that sucks." Like, yeah. and not for me, <clears throat> I'm willing to do it, but games are expensive and I'm sorry. Evil West does not compete with God of War Ragnarok if you're the average uh, gamer and picking out what right. you want to buy at the yes. store. Like, 100%. The fuck, guys? Anyway, all right. So last but not least, I'll, I'll wrap up um, with the last game I played, which was... Um, so then I went back. Oh, let's see how I did this. So I played um, during the Chiefs game, and then today I went back and I was like, okay, I'm going to play... Um, I'm going to give this this uh, Final Fantasy X2 one more try. You know, maybe I okay. maybe I gave on, up on it too quick. I might have said I That's uninstalled right. it. That was actually today that I uninstalled it, but I went and did it <laughs> so night. I this went. <laughs> Wandered around for a, on on the island for like an hour. Still couldn't find out. I couldn't figure out what the fuck I'm supposed to do in the game in general. I just mm-hmm. genuinely have no idea what to do. And I was like, "All right, fuck this. Uninstall." And I went and cracked into something I've been wanting to play for a while. And since I've been watching, you know, every morning, every Sunday morning, I like watch YouTube videos on like retro stuff. So I was watching some some retro stuff. I started Atari 50th Anniversary Collection. 
Okay. So I don't. This is getting some traction, like with the mainstream media. Lots of people are yeah, saying yeah, positive very, things about it and stuff. It's very popular, I think. Yeah, and I'm here to kind of split the difference. So it is very cool, and I think more collections should do it this way. That said, I'm not a big Atari person. I really <laughs> didn't like the 2600, and. Those arcade games are just a little archaic for me. Yes, I agree. Is what I would say. But I'm willing to give it a go. And I love old game stories, right? And tech and all that stuff. So I was like, let's give it a go. So I installed 50th Anniversary Collection. I have it on Xbox. I don't think it's any different on... I think all the games run great on any version. Um... But um, even Switch, even the Switch version works great. So just letting people know. But you get in there and they say, do you want to just jump to a game list or do you want to be walked through the legacy of Atari? And I said, walk me through it. Mm -hmm. And so you get these little bubbles and they're just like timelines, but like they stop you in time and then you can go down and like drill down into them. And they're not exhaustive, but like you get a first bubble and it's like they talk about Pong or Space War. Or various other things like that. And you can go down and you can see arcade flyers. You can zoom in on um, cabinets and see what they look like up close, right? Um, You can see, sometimes they have articles. And then they have videos. So they had like a video of like a guy who found the first, you know, group of, or who found the original versions of um, Space War. And got access, you know, and... and, um, and, and was able to, like, get a hold of them, like, in modern day. And you get to see, like, an old reel-to-reel where they were talking about, like, the importance of video games and Pong and what Atari was really trying to do from an arcade standpoint early on, right? Because there was arcades. And they, they don't shy away from, like, the stuff that may be bullshit. Like, you see a video. It's really funny because this is rated T for teen, I think. And so they can say shit, but they have to beep, beep fuck. And so it's really funny in these videos where the guy's like, oh, yeah, he's beeping, you know, running around and shit. And then, like, he's acting like a horse's ass because of this beeping arcade game. And I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wow, okay. Um, but they talk about, like, the idea that Pong, you know, people would call up and say it's broken. And he would go look at it. And the problem was, was the quarter bin was was so full it wouldn't accept more money (laughs) and then they've got other people who are like that might be a bullshit story i don't know if that ever happened anywhere and stuff like that right so they like call it out you'd appreciate this trees there is a full-blown one in the middle of um like right around the art the asteroids time like when they really started cranking out their heavy hitters there's Mm -hmm. a video that's like five minutes long that's like did people do drugs at atari oh yeah and just to just to spoil a little bit of it, there was one guy who was like, yeah, I'm on a bunch of psychological medications, so I wouldn't do drugs. And then they got this other guy who's like, yeah, I remember when I came up with the idea for, and it was some major Atari game, like some real important one. And he goes, yeah, I just couldn't get my head around how I wanted it to work. So I went home, smoked some reefer, did a couple of lines of cocaine and popped a Quaaludes, and then it dawned on me and that's how i designed that stuff and i was like okay and then they were talking about this one guy was like and he was like one of their 
big ones too. Like I know all these guys by name. I just forget who was who. And he was like, oh yeah, like I would just come into the office and by 9am I'm puffing reefer in the office, you know, and they used to complain, you know, and they talk about when, when, um, Warner bought them or whatever. And, um, was it Warner? Whoever they get, Atari gets bought out, right? Like Nolan Bushnell and Steve Wozniak and everything like sell their shares to like a major corporation. I think it was Time Warner. And they come in and they're used to running stuff like a media company. And like, they couldn't believe that like the hallways smelled like pot and stuff like that. So it was pretty (laughs) funny. Um, But then you start playing these games and like, I got to play the original like Lunar Lander and I got to play like, you know, Missile Command and Asteroids and Breakout. Holy shit, Breakout. It's really funny when they put it into this perspective because, like, you know Breakout, right? Like, Alleyway? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, it was just single-person Pong. And, like, I knew that. Like, if you had said that out loud, like, it doesn't blow my mind. I've probably, in a Gaming History 101 episode, I probably described Alleyway or Breakout as single-player Pong. Right. But then you go play Pong. Like, they have a version of Pong where you can play in each, you can play against yourself, where each stick controls the paddles. So like the game is smart enough to detect if it detects two controllers, then each controller has one of the paddles. But Mm -hmm. if you have only one controller, you control both paddles. Like I like that they can do that. And so you play like pong, just I'm one of those old suckers. Like I wanted to relive it. Right. And I never really played on a pong machine other than with autumn at that retro show. So you play against yourself on pong and then you switch over to breakout and you're like, holy shit, this really is just like single-player Pong. Like Atari milked Pong for just about everything it was worth. <laughs> hmm And so that was fun to play, but you really don't play them that long. You know what I mean? Like, Right. Those games I are think tough. They, I think they know that. I think that's why they have all that supplemental stuff. It's like, check out this. And then yes. you check it out really quick. And then like, okay, let's keep learning about the history of this shit. You know what I mean? Yes. And they do a good job of like showing you the influences before you play it. There were some exceptions though. And I definitely want to mention them. They, they have these Neo games. Have you heard of these, these Atari like modern Neo games where they like remake them using like a more digestible mechanic for today's audiences. So they have a version of breakout. That's like more for us. Like, it's it's a little more for our style. And you even have a computer you play against, like Pong against. You play like two-player breakout against. And I beat the computer, and that's when I learned that like no one's unlocked any achievements in this game because it was one of those diamond achievements and it said like 1.2%. And I was like, wait, what? And I went and looked at the achievements, and there's only like a dozen of them, and it's all for playing these Neo games and doing really ridiculously difficult achievements and then i went online and looked and i must have just gotten lucky because apparently beating the computer it's not like brutally hard but it is something Mm -hmm. people spend a lot of time trying to do um and some of the other ones were hard too but they do this really cool one because i didn't love the atari version of lunar lander i feel like you had to be just going way too slow when you landed to successfully Mm -hmm. land and i just was never good at it and same thing with asteroids. The moment you start moving, you like suck at it, you know, and stuff like that. And Tempest, you know, like I was never good at Tempest. They, it's so quick. They get the best of you. So they made this game and I forgot what it was called. It was called something like 
uh, because it's all those vector graphics. It was called like vector something. Um, and, uh, and it's like a hybrid, like you play asteroids, but with like the twin stick shooter, you know, controls. And then it immediately goes into lunar lander where you have to land. And then it immediately goes into, I don't know. It looked kind of like break, uh, like, Oh, what was kaboom? Where you're just like going along a road with obstacles and tanks are shooting at you. And then when you finish that, you go and do Tempest where you're in like, you know, a tube and you do Tempest stuff. And then when you beat Mm -hmm. it, you then go into level two of Asteroids and stuff. That was a lot of fun. That was a cool hybrid of all these arcade games that I found a lot of fun. Um, And then I finally stopped on Centipede. So they had just released Centipede and I still find Centipede to be a ton of fun. They also mm-hmm. had this game called like Maze Challenge or something. It was a maze game. You play as this weird like red dot with like a with like a button nose. It's like top down, but you he has like a big old nose and like googly eyes, kind of like Qbert almost. Okay. And he moves kind of like it's kind of like Pac-Man where there's a bunch of mazes but they move and there are things chasing oh. you and he can shoot bullets but it doesn't kill the enemies. It just freezes them temporarily. I don't know. I'd never seen this game before in my life. And it was called Maze Something. And I adored that game. It was just a ton of fun. So, but yeah, there's there's just a lot of fun to be had. So I played that for about 90 minutes and I only got through, there's like five stages. There's like Atari the Arcade, Atari Comes Home, Atari Screws Up like with the 7800 or something. And then there's like the Lynx and the Jaguar and stuff like that. And so there's like five stages. And I got through like in that hour and a half, I probably got through might have even been two hours. I played this. I got through Hmm. like 70% of the first of five stages. So it's a lot of stuff. And by the end there, there's a lot of arcade games. Like it was almost all games at the end of it. Because remember, we got to get through 100 games and I hadn't gotten through many of them. But but yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff there. Um, don't love Atari, but these were a no, lot of fun. It, yeah, I mean, I grew up, obviously, Atari was my first system. Yeah. But yeah, I don't have a reference. I understand what Atari is. You know what I mean? I remember back in my 20s, uh, <clears throat> my buddy, his dad came home from a flea market mm-hmm. with like a box of Atari. 2600 you know carts, I mean? yeah. Yeah. And we were like... You know, it was after work in the morning, so we were having like a drink or two, you know, because we, you know, we used to work nights and shit. Yeah. And we we're like, yeah, fucking Atari. We probably went through that whole box in like 15 minutes. They like <laughs> pop this one in, check it out. You're like, okay. And it's like, uh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, Atari. Well, and there's some you know. fun stuff like you, I'm pretty sure they're not going to have Pitfall in there because the Activision stuff. And yes, yeah, exactly. I know like Star Wars, the arcade won't be in there. So I'm kind of creating my own revisionist history. So like, I know it's not the greatest way to play Star Wars, but like, I don't love the main version and I've got the GameCube of, um, the GameCube game of Rogue Squadron 2 or Rogue Squadron 3. That's what it was. Rogue Squadron 3 Rebel Assault. And Mm -hmm. one of the first unlockables I got for that was I unlocked Empire Strikes Back and Star Wars, the two Atari arcade games. You know, and they kind of emulate the vector graphics. And so I just decided to myself, when I get to 1980, like, I'm just going to switch over and play that for a little bit just to remind myself about that, right? And I'm sure there's some nerd on YouTube that's made some documentary about it, and hopefully it's not too shitty. But, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working my way through it. It's fun. It's not the night and day thing. I feel like the, the, a lot of the games press were saying where they were like, Oh, this is like the greatest thing of all time. Eh, maybe if you bought the Ninja Turtles collection or some of these other games, you do a lot more playing than that. Yeah. But I'd love, I'd love to see the hybrid of where it's a documentary plus the games. Um, we'll see how it goes. You know, and there's a lot more I, of that game to enjoy, but it, it it was well worth it, and I got it on sale for like thirty bucks, uh, where it's normally forty, and so it was it was worth it. But so again, there's a lot to appreciate with video games, in my opinion. I just don't know how much I can promise on this show. I'm going to be talking about modern releases for a while. That's like okay. I'm really struggling now. I do have that GameFly Callisto Protocol coming in. But it wouldn't surprise me to be like, man, I hate this fucking game and just return it and like not play it. <laughs> yeah. So it was funny when I first looked up that Atari um, 50, mm-hmm. when I was thinking of picking up because there was sort of a buzz about it. I was like, that'd be cool. And um, Amazon had a steel book. They right? do. The steel books only, on only the for the Switch. Yeah, that drove me nuts. Um, it's gone now. You can't get it now. Okay. And I'm kind of like, oh, I should have bought that. So the only way you could no. get the steelbook was kind of like pre-ordering, and it was a Switch. Mm. And Switch steelbooks look weird. But anyway. I have um, some, yeah. I was worried about the performance. And it turns out I had nothing to Me worry too. about. But yeah, that was my initial worry. People lucked out on that one, right? Like the way you probably would have done it was, and the steelbook was more. It was like 50. So I got to be honest with you, like 40 was a tough sell for me especially for a switch steelbook 50 was too much um if they had done a regular steelbook for 50 maybe they could have gotten me but even then like i won't lie like i was watching the sales papers like right when it came out around the holidays and i was like no nah, i'll pick this up for 30 otherwise i'll grab it much you know like this coming up holiday season for like 20 mm-hmm. um cuz that's what it's going to do it's going to sit on the shelves for this year and then they'll just drop it down and clearance it out at the end of the year i guarantee you It'll be there with the Cowabunga collection and stuff like that. But um, like I said, it's it's cool, but uh, I, they made some weird choices there. Um, yeah. It tells me everything because they, they even said like when you hear the Digital Eclipse interviews and stuff, they were like, well, we targeted the Switch because that's where our core audience is. And I'm like, bunch of old dudes who think this overvalued portable system is the coolest thing in the world. I have very negative things to say about the switch. I'm very disappointed in that console as a whole. Now that I have the steam deck, I don't even know why I fucking need the switch in my life. Um, (laughs) I'm not going to get rid of it because it's got like Mario Odyssey and Luigi's mansion three and Bayonetta Mm three, you know, there are some, uh, or ultimate Alliance three, which Mm -hmm. I haven't even played, which I probably should be playing instead of fucking around with some fucking vampire, the masquerade game. Um, but you know, like there are some, there are some essential exclusives on that console. And so I'm fine having it, but yeah, I, my my son, my son, that's his Minecraft fucking Fortnite machine. And that's going to take his switch. That's (laughs) that's fair. Brings that thing everywhere with him. I don't blame him. Yeah. If I, yeah. As a kid's console. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, adults can appreciate it, but yeah, for me, the Steam Deck was more my speed for the rare times I need something portable, which is, you know, obviously if um, if I'm playing like uh, uh, 
you know, during a football game. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But, all right. Well, that was long. Um, that's it for me, though. <laughs> nice. That's a lot. Yeah. It was a busy week for you playing games. I was trying I, to find the fun. <laughs> yeah. You got to find the fun, man. I, you know, I haven't, uh, I didn't do much this week new game wise. You know, it was like <clears throat> um, Fortnite Minute. You yeah. got to have the Fortnite Minute. Hell yeah. Um, me and my son are well into the hundreds at this point. So that, uh, that the season pass is done. We're into the mid season. We're almost done with the mid season pass. And then I believe there's the, um, what are they? There's like the extra battle pass. Mm-hmm. So we're doing that. And uh, like I said, the mid-season pass is just basically different unif- uh, color changes, variants mm-hmm. of the stuff you unlocked. And basically you got to do 10 levels to unlock each one. So basically when they become available. I'm at like just, level well, 26 and I haven't played in like three weeks. I bet I could go clean up in that. Oh, you could easily get those. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're at level. I think I'm 111 and he's like 122 or 125 or something. He's I think Geralt's moving. like what in March? Geralt seems like he's like 30 days away. It's not that far anymore, but he's oh, okay. he's still out. He's still out for a little bit. So there's still something to be done when he comes out. Um my son got the the, the black colored Doom armor. Nice. So nice. he's I saw very that. happy yeah. with that. He's very happy with that. Um, and two days ago, they released the Scout Eagle, Scout Bird. Oh, okay. And that's all he fucking does to the point where I'm yep, yelling at him all the time. Cause, so they released this Scout Bird, and you release it, right? I see it. And yeah. it's basically a mo-controlled bird. So it's like it's like a drone. So it's like... You release it, it can mark enemies, but it can also open chests and bring weapons back, like nice. more than one weapon at a time. So you can fly into a building with it and bring weapons back to you. Or if you kill somebody and you don't want to run out there, you can send the bird out, bring weapons back. But when you're doing it, your your character's just standing there like an idiot, yeah. looking like he's playing on a cell phone. So it's like, in my son... uh did not master the art of like hiding himself first. So literally like I'm getting shot to death. I'm dying. And I'm like, dude, where are you? He goes, I'm bringing you health with the bird. So I'm getting shot and dying. And there's this bird flying around me. I'm like, dude, put the bird away and actually come over here Get with a gun. physical self over here and save my butt. <laughs> He's just outstanding in the field, not even behind a bush or a tree or anything. I'm like, dude. So he's obsessed with that bird. That's all he wants is the bird. And because he watches streamers, he likes to do what they do. So he's always making up challenges for himself. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, yeah, this round, I can only use guns I bring back from the bird. I'm like, dude. <laughs> You're like, No. No. Oh, no. Did I lose you? Okay. It was just a click of the mute button. Okay. We're good. Click of a mute? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, just a Fortnite minute. We're, we're still... We're deep in that. Uh, in uh, playing that. <clears throat> I did, real quick, turn on Fall Guys. Ah, okay. By ac- By accident. <laughs> I, I clicked by on it by accident, accident when I was like looking for the remote or something. I like 
hit the and it booted up so it was like updating so it's like fuck it just let it just let it update and fucking turn on and then of course it turns on and course the doom guys and fall guys too so it must be an epic thing it must epic was like we got the license this month let's put them everywhere yeah right yeah um he's in the doom guy shit too um anyways didn't really play that played one round okay uh turn that off um mostly all I've been playing is Final Fantasy VII Remake, Fred. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. That game is fantastic. Isn't it? That game is a very good mix of like RPG and like action RPG. And like, you know what I mean? It's like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In so only today did I hit like a part where I was like, Yo, internally, like, come on, come on, come on. Let's go, 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 go. Because the first, I don't know how many chapters were in that game. You know, you finished it, right? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. 14? Okay. So I'm halfway. I think I'm halfway through. Okay. So basically. Well, they're not even. Because <laughs> basically I just got done with the second reactor. And then I went back with Aerith. And mm-hmm. I and I went back to her house, and now I'm at there did some orphanage shit. Chapters. I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Okay. So I'm halfway. I'm less than halfway. But um, but that first quarter of the game, say, mm-hmm. all right, you're like you're not resting. There's one quick rest where there it's basically tutorial teaching how to do missions, like the ones you mentioned, like finding the cats and shit. Mm-hmm. But they're basically, that's basically just be, there's only like three or four right there because they're basically just teaching you how to use the map and fucking yeah. move around. Um, besides that, though, you are like pushing forward constantly. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. good. Like, I like that. Like, it's like, it keeps you wanting to keep playing because you're like, let me get to the end of this hallway. Let me, <laughs> okay, let me get through these, this subway thing. And get to the checkpoint. All right. Well, you know what? This is a mid-boss thing here. Let me just get him, and then I'll heal everybody, and then I'll say, you keep going. Oh, yeah. It's it's fantastic, you know? And I and, and then, like I said, only today when I hit Aerith, and, like, <clears throat> you fight Reno in the in the church. Oh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. That guy. It is. Everybody, it is. The, the updated looks in like style of everybody in English voiceovers, which I can say, cause I'm playing it with English voiceovers mm-hmm. is fantastic. Besides from Barrett yelling all the time, but even he softened <laughs> up on me a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, everybody sounds, they sound like you think they should sound like, which is sure. weird to say, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. cloud cloud talk. And I don't know if cloud's been in like, you know, advent children and shit. Like he's had shit yeah, where he talks. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, everybody sounds pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, well, and like to I be said, clear, that was the first time where I struggled. Um, that was the first real challenge boss that I struggled with. Really, Reno? Yeah, I had to fight him a couple times. I beat him once. Hmm. Beat him. Beat him once. Just block him. Just block, and then you strike. Yeah, well, you know, we all have strengths and weaknesses. Um, 
Save up your APB. Hit him with lightning twice. Stagger. The one that really rocked me. He. The only thing that got me with him, he sent those bubbles out. These yes. like electric bubbles. In in my brain, I was like, I can't go near him. Yeah. But then I realized, oh, they die with one hit of fire. Sweet. And then that was nothing. <laughs> and I don't so, experiment that much. Like I said, I got better at that game as time went on. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I struggled with a couple of things. I remember <clears throat> struggling with him a bit. There are some other parts though, and I'll wait till you tell me them because. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I got that asset. Um, what's it called? Assess. Yeah. Materia. Mm-hmm. I use that on everything. Yeah. Okay. It tells you everything. Yeah. <laughs> it tells you what you. It's like this one doesn't like frost. You're like sweet. So they start on bosses. I, I think he still tells you, but soon bosses will no longer tell you what their weaknesses are. Yeah. It's a question mark. Right. Um, but yeah, and I, I got through all that, and then I ran into Aerith. I beat Reno, and then you like with her, right? And you like, mm-hmm. and there was this great part where you sort of leave the church and you kind of slowly kind of like crossing walkways and kind of <laughs> seeing see the slums is, is pretty impressive. You know, they don't repeat one bit of scenery in that game. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dense with like fucking, you know, with the city and stuff. It's pretty, pretty cool. But then, then it got to like the orphanage and shit mm-hmm. and everything's slow walking. I'm like, let's go, let's go. And then she's like, let's go, let's go home, see my mom. And then you're like, no wonder why she doesn't want to leave. She lives in a fucking fairy tale house in the middle of like slums. Like everything's just rusted metal. And you cut this corner, and all of a sudden there's like just you know koi ponds and flower fields and this house that mm-hmm. looks <laughs> nooked away. You're like, yeah, no wonder why she doesn't want to leave. She's living, she's living large down here. Um, <laughs> everybody else is well, and there's like. Hopefully you found the materia over there. If you didn't, go back I forget. I might have. I can't remember. Um, there's shit all over the place. I'm always seeing shit through a gate, and I'm like, uh, yeah. I'll be back for you. They definitely and do then that a lot, yeah. I f- fucking forget. But it's just funny. I'm like, you got homeless kids playing on a roof for fun, and then she's just, <laughs> her mom has a TV, and she's chopping up asparagus in the kitchen. Right? You're like, yeah. Jesus. Um, but that took like a long time. After yeah, all that action, I'm here. just like, I'm like, let's go. Let's go. And Aerith, not to sound uh, any kind of way, kind of like the moment she didn't talk. Um, <laughs> she's kind of annoying. She's kind of annoying in a weird way. You know? I can't yeah. put my finger on it. But, you know, you got Tifa who's just like like hot and needy. I like her. Mm-hmm. Right? Then you got Jesse, who's like flirty in a fun way. Yeah, hyper like aggressive something too. Of, Do you yeah, yeah. She, this, not yet. Okay. I can't wait though. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like her personality is funny because it's like it reminds me of those girls you would like, like, always follow around and then always fucking cut you off uh-huh. and you'd fall for it every time. Oh yeah. There's always those girls in high school. Every time you'd fall for it, and you'd be like, I'm an idiot. That's what she reminds me of. She's great. But Aerith, on the other hand, I'm just like, something about her. I don't like yeah. her, the way she acts. So it's yeah. something weird. It's like, it's not flirty, but it's like, she's always taking cracks at you in a weird way. But I don't know. I she's can't. better than you. 
She I can't put my finger on you. Don't like her. Don't like her. I won't be that sad when she gets it. Um, <laughs> then there's uh, and Cloud's great. Yeah. Cloud, Cloud's yeah, Cloud's hilarious, man. Well, and you he's like big. He's so correct, funny. You man. haven't done any of the stuff with the uh, with the cross dressing or anything yet. No, no, no. Okay. I've seen it in the trailer though. Well, he doesn't and look you happy. know it's in there because you played seven. So yeah, I remember the original one. Yeah, and I've seen the trailer for this one. And I'm like, you know, he doesn't look happy dressed in drag. <laughs> um, but he's indifferent to everything. But he's um, <laughs> and I love it that he has that he has that junior high way of reacting mm-hmm. to people saying he likes girls. <laughs> yes. You know, when you're, when you're that age, he's like, no, I don't like her. Yeah. Shut up. That's how he is. He's like, oh, let it go. <laughs> you're like, you like, are you and Tifa something? He just looks at the girl. He's like, so what you think? Um, like, relax, buddy. She's could taught. <laughs> she's, she's hot as shit. Um, but my favorite part, dude, I fucking, dude, laughing. You want to say LOLing, boy. I was crying, dude. He's like, there's a part where they're escaping um, a warehouse or something, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> he got these parachutes on, and he has bigs like strapped to the front of him. The big kid. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he goes, and he goes, uh, you know, and he says to Cloud, he's like, he's like, all right, Cloud, just give me one second to get ready, okay? And Cloud just goes, no. <laughs> and then Biggs goes, dude, why do you have to be such a hot ass all the time, bro? And he just goes, I'm not your bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not your bro. I was dying. I go, that's so fucking funny. That's something I would are, say. Yeah, there are, um, th- especially in that scene, there's a couple others too. Um, is, is that when they go into the facility and you deal with the guy with the motorcycle? Yeah, um, okay. Roach. Roach. Is it, is it Roach or Roche? You never know what Final Fantasy, how they pronounce yeah. shit. Yeah. But he is fucking awesome too. Yeah, he's. It's quite amusing. That that game has that shit I like it has the right level of anime. Yes. That I like. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I can't put my finger on it, but it's like this anime where you're like, I can't watch this, you know? But this is that old school this is that old school PS1 level of anime <clears throat> that I love. Yeah, it's the bat shittery like <laughs> Yeah, where he's just fighting people with his bike. <laughs> he's like using his motorcycle just like a bat and he's just like swinging around well even when you're fighting um reno and you take mm-hmm. a swing at him and he runs up your sword yep. jumps over it's like that's fucking so badass yeah <laughs> you know um and and again uh it's funny my wife came in and uh <clears throat> i don't know why i try you know, you have your wife's picking out levels for you and stuff. It mm. sounds wonderful. It really does sound wonderful. My wife. Well, no, she's picking out levels, but like she's just annoyed that I'm playing video games while I should be watching the Chiefs. Oh, but yeah. she knows better than to force me to like football. Yeah. Yeah. See, she came in and I'm like, and she's like, she sees a cloud. Like she sees me playing the game. And I go, honey, I go, when I was 19 or 20, I go, this game came out. As I, I was just worked at the post office, and this is true. And me and my buddy, um, we would come up from work. It would be on the phone. So I'd be like 20, 21, right around that age because I was still at home. And um, we would be on the phone, landline, folks, and uh, <laughs> not a cell phone, <laughs> and would be sitting, you know, I'd be sitting in my room. It would both be just shooting shit. 
but we would be grinding out Final Fantasy VII. levels, yeah. Just grinding out so we could try to beat those dragons. You know what I mean? I remember and, uh, that in high school, yeah. Similarly. And there was one arrow we found that was uh, like a submarine, if I remember, or something. Mm-hmm. And it endlessly would spawn these like uh, octopus enemies. You know, yeah, it was I the only like place you grind spot that a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. And we would just sit there forever and uh, talk on the phone. And I was telling my wife this story. And I said, and I pulled up a picture of the game, the original game. And I go, see what this looks like? It was like a picture of Cloud standing there. You know, with his Popeye arms and Popeye fucking legs and shit. And um, and I said, check this out. And I go, so they remade this game two years ago, like modern graphics and stuff. And I show this picture of Cloud close up. You know, you can see the fucking paint on his fucking shoulder pad with the bolts. You can see the fabric on his sweater. Barrett, you can see like everything. Like it's amazing. Oh, yeah. And oh, I show her and she, and she looks and she goes, is that a girl? I say, okay, you can, don't worry about it. I they're say. all, they're very androgynous, all of them. I forget, <laughs> I forget people that don't, like, not into that culture, because I'm like, it's the same with K-pop, right? Like, oh, yeah. I forget, like, that, yeah, they're very androgynous, they, but that's the point, right? They look like living Instagram pictures. Like, it's like, that's the point, is like, this picture-perfect, weird, fake like that's what's what and I said that with her. I go, yeah, a lot of these old games, the anime, you know, the dudes, everybody has the same look. I go, it's this thing, but I go, but look at this shit. I go, look at it, you know. <laughs> she didn't care. See, like Julie, go, yeah, Julie has to deal with like I got her hooked to Neon Genesis Evangelion and Cowboy Bebop yeah. and Gundam and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. then and and Sahagaga and all that. And now when she's just about like able to like tonight i wanted to watch bayonetta and she was like you can watch that one on your own she thinks yeah, she's yeah, free yeah. and then autumn rolls in and she goes have you seen this show glitter force on netflix and now julie's watching the glitter force is like a hybrid between sailor moon and power rangers meaning it's like power rangers only instead of becoming voltron they all become versions of sailor moon um, mm. And so Julie can't get rid of her anime. It's like everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's stuck. It's funny. <laughs> that is funny. And, and it was useless to explain to her like it was in-game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what that means and doesn't give a fuck. You know? Still, but I'm just like, it's it's amazing. Still, and she goes, you know what? She, and she goes, she says to me, she goes, honey, I just, I, I don't, the same way you, you don't care about cheerleading. She goes, uh, I don't care about this. That's like a decent point. And she's not wrong. She's not wrong, but I go to all the cheerleading things, though, don't I? True. Yeah. Sacrifices are made on my end. Sacrifices. But you know what? I, I wouldn't want her sitting there when I'm trying to play a game, asking questions. Anyways. Right. So this is all for your benefit anyway. Yeah. Um <laughs> But even I am still amazed uh, watching that game and seeing because I remember the first game, not every bit of it. Obviously, mm-hmm. like some people replay it every year and shit. I, I played it back when I played it, but I played enough of it mm-hmm. that especially this mid gas shit is mm-hmm. hit in a certain way. Like, you know, there's certain angles they do where you can see the reactors and shit. And it's it's like the old backdrop from the right. old game. And you're just like, ah. 
Like it's pretty good. Like it's pretty good. You know. Um, I don't find the game that hard yet. I've, I'm, I figure, I figured out the staggering and shit. It's just hard to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I know what I'm supposed to do. They're like hit this thing with lightning enough, and you stagger. But it's like, you know, you got to do damage on your own to fill up your bars to actually be able to cast your spells. Yes. So it's like, I don't know. How you can keep. You can't cast it endlessly. You know, I'm sure there's materials and you'll stuff you can have, mix and match. You'll have. Where, um plenty of items because you're not you're probably not finding this game hard to the point that you necessitate using items you'll think things like well i've got this what is it elixir that fills mp you're like i've got like a hundred of them like i'll be fine and then you start playing those final areas Mm -hmm. and you find out no no there may be a reason you have all those yes Yes, yeah that it's gonna it's gonna get there but don't be discouraged because I've rarely like beaten an RPG because I just don't have the patience to get through all the final areas. Mm-hmm. And this one was fine for me. So it definitely ramps up the difficulty, but you can adapt. You'll be fine. Yeah. When when I have, I've died against like um, small enemies more than the bosses. I've got taken out by like, well, I think when I was with the, um, <clears throat> looking for these kids that got lost in the orphanage and shit. Mm-hmm. And you, you fight these like little toad looking dudes that ice like really kills them. And then like these, these junk things, these little robots that are made out of like junk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can hit them with lightning, but they shoot like poison and fucking fire. And then they self-destruct. And there was a little death room area, you know, where I had to like kill a few of those. I fucking could not stay alive. Like I, <laughs> I was like, mother fucking like, yeah, you I want that, trying to you dodge, find dodge. that rare materia that allows you to attack every character at once. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. If um, you don't have one of those, you'll get it soon. So. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I got to the kid that has VR goggles. That was funny. Oh yeah. And you can yeah, you get the other, his fucking summons. Some of those. Yeah, I tried to beat, um, I tried to beat uh, Shiva today. Okay. And uh, how'd that go? I I got her down to nothing. Then all of a sudden, she did this spell. Uh-huh. This one spell uh-huh. that you couldn't like avoid it. It just wrapped us up in this big iceberg, and we both instantly died. And I was like, "Well, I'll come back to that because uh, all I don't those know summons, how I feel like that. it was luck when I beat them." Yeah. Like she, like maybe I went too long, and maybe that's like a death. Like you know, you took too long here. We're gonna end this <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah, it's possible. You know, who I, knows? Yeah, who yeah, knows? Because it was a death spell, man. It was like mm-hmm. a. She went into her own animation of like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She went to her own summons animation, man, and fucking destroyed us both instantly. And I, we had like almost full health. So I'm like, yeah, well, okay. I think I was supposed to die there. Because maybe I was rolling around too much and not whatever. So, um, Shiva's useful though. So she's yeah. I could I can imagine. I mean, I I kind of I'm mixed about how the the summons work in the modern mm-hmm. Final Fantasies. Like I sort of miss the one shot thing. Like they're a one crazy like mega bomb yeah. turn. 
right? Where you, you know, unlike the original game where you couldn't skip animations, like if you could just make it speed those up. But I don't know how I feel about them sort of spawning in as a, like a fourth wheel and or whatever. Fight. And then you have to kind of give them orders in a way. Like they yeah. don't do their own summon moves on their own unless you make them do it. It's like, yeah. uh, you do have to, you know what I mean? Them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I kind of don't like, I was finding that air buster at the end of like reactor two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had my hands full, kind of had my hands full yeah. and didn't really kept forgetting he was even running around. So I didn't even use any of his like his, um, what are they called? Uh, limits or whatever they called. Limit so, breaks. yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's kind of a bummer. I mean, he's fighting and all, but yeah. Um, and then the limit breaks are pretty cool. Like, I kind of am still learning like what I need to do to fill those up. Do they just fill up over time? Like you fight long enough, they fill up or are they, they do. from? Yep. So there's nothing you it's, can do to speed those up? Uh, yeah, actually, I don't remember what speeds them up, but it is there is a way to speed them up. Because you're, um, what's it called, AP or APB or APB, ABP, whatever. Active time battle, fucking... ATD? No, ATD? whatever it is, that whatever you fill up those two bars that you need to do your spells and shit with, what's mm-hmm. that called? Anyways, uh, those fill up faster the more you fight. Because you actually can't use an item or do a spell or an ability until you take a few whacks of somebody to right. fill that up a little. You know what I mean? It's like it's a, a, your currency, right, to do your moves. So I don't know. Yeah, I just remember sometimes they would fill up faster than others. It seemed to be built into the fight, though. Yeah, when you're attacking, you can see them jumping up. Um, yeah, I was playing it today. I was pretty into it today. Um I'm trying to think exactly where I got to. I want to say I finished all the Aerith shit. Mm -hmm. And then I'm trying to think. Did they tell me to explore? I don't remember. I think I I was told to explore a little. So I think I can do some missions if I want. But I'm, I'm right after that Aerith part where you go get pick flowers and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I know Ugh. exactly the part because it slows the game's pacing down significantly. It's, it's yeah, it really, it really sl- slowed me down today. I was like, man, because I, because after you, those reactors, you're, you're like rolling through those fucking things, man. Oh, and, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to ramp back I think, up. You're going to have plenty of action soon. And I think I wrote you because I'm just like, I wrote you earlier in the week. Cause I'm like, dude, you finish a mission. In like, oh, like some guys like go kill these rats. You know what I'm saying? So you go somewhere, you know, some other area, other side of the map. You kill these rats and you finish it. And it just menu pops up and goes, "Do you want to go back to the quest giver?" And you're <laughs> like, right. "Yes, yes, yes I, I do." do. <laughs> it just puts you back in front of the guy. I'm like, "That's amazing." You mean I don't have to run all the way back, running into other enemies? Trying to get back. It's like, yeah, that's perfect. Like, they've done so many streamlined things of this game. Uh, You know, and it's it's so different. Like, it's so different. But at the same time, it feels like Final Fantasy VII. It's like, I don't know. I think it's fantastic. You know? Yeah, uh, I 
Like I said, it's it, that game. I was taken aback by the fact that, like, look how quick I bounced off of X two, and I stuck with that game to the end. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I want to. Um, I would definitely be finishing this. Out of all the games that I don't finish or start, uh, I'll see this one to the end. And I'm still tell you what it makes me more still upset. I didn't get my steel book. I'm just saying. All right. Do you remember that was that was uh, oh, I one of the casualties of COVID? <laughs> you among all the well, yeah, because you got horrible totally over on that one. Yeah, they just they just they just shut it up by GameStop. <laughs> Put a <laughs> closed it down. Couldn't get my steel book, but um, you know, it's good good stuff. Looks like if really you want to buy it. the steel book by itself, you can get it for only 30 bucks for just a Fuck steel it. book. Fucking Fuck it. hell. It would have to be empty since I'm playing it digitally now anyways. There you go. So <laughs> be nothing, I don't have nothing to put inside of it. <laughs> I'm going to have to wait for the other parts to come out. Maybe they come out with a box set. Oh, you know they will. Oh, I have no doubt in my mind. Is there any word on the next installment? Yep. End of this year. Oh, really? Good. Nobody Good. thinks it'll come out in that time, but that's what they're saying. I'm so happy playing it now mm-hmm. that there was so many people bitching about it <laughs> and naysaying it that, you know, they actually got it done yep. and it wasn't half-assed. You know what I mean? Not in the least. Like, I don't yeah. know if this, if there are like fans of Final Fantasy VII like shitting on this version, then I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> like, go and keep I, playing, keep yeah, playing your anniversary playthrough. But hopefully, yeah. there aren't. I'm sure there is yeah. always an example of some idiot. There's always an example. Yeah. It's like, dude, just go play a PS1 version every Christmas, then. What the fuck you do? Yeah, I mean, PlayStation alone. doesn't even care. Final Fantasy VII, the original version re released on PS4, is sitting there. For like seven ninety nine, right next to the other one. That's like, yeah, come on, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, play this one too, nerd. Right. Um. So yeah, that's all I've um played game wise, man. In Marvel Snap, of course. Yeah, of course. Marvel Snap is a constant, my friend. I got a mean variant of Doctor Doom this week. Yeah. I'm very happy about. Um. Yeah. And that's it, man. That was my gaming week. So I will be talking about uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake um, again um, next week. because No I've problem. Been like it I all said, this when, when I was playing through it, it was the same thing. Like, it's a great game. I'm even going to play the Yuffie's, Yuffie's little side mission yeah. there. So, Yuffie's DLC. Just make sure. Don't touch it till you've beaten the game. It, you know, it's funny because um, I never noticed it was on the main screen tab. Mm-hmm. You know, you like R1 over to it. I never noticed it up in the corner, so I did it. And it says it right under the description. Okay. So like, okay. It says, please, you know, there are uh, main points in this that, you know, please play the first one. Yeah, the opening cut scene, I think, spoils the ending. <laughs> yeah. And more like, importantly, it tells you, one, where you are. Because I'll just, I mean, I, I don't think this is much of a spoiler, but a majority of this first Final Fantasy VII remake is in Midgar. In Midgar, yeah. So when Yuffie starts, it tells you where they are now, whether that's Midgar or elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And it also tells you who is there and who's not, right? And yeah. both of those are <laughs> kind of important, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm very excited to keep playing it. Super fun. Super fun game, man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it, man. It's it's that was my gaming week. Like I said low number of games, but lots of gaming still like embedded in that. Yeah, like, I you're making I, yeah, some put, progress in that game. Yeah, I I put some hours in the other night. Yeah. I can sleep the other night, so I I played a pretty big chunk of it. There you go. Well, a big chunk of it time wise, not sure, sure. maybe story wise, but but just running around and uh, it's fun. And I can't, I cannot. Here's one thing that I that I have a hang up on is they give Cloud like different weapons, right? So he has like an iron sword and shit. Yes, they do. But yep. I I but I think I said this last week, but I can't do it. I just keep him with his buster sword. Uh, he doesn't look right with that. He doesn't look right with a different sword on his back. You know? Yep. So I gotta keep it on there. Keep that on there. So uh, <laughs> And my son thinks he's super cool looking with the big sword. So that's all that really there counts. You go. That is what matters. <laughs> he goes, he must be really strong. And I go, yeah, don't let those, don't let those feminine arms fool you. Cloud's <laughs> super strong. Full oh, yeah. of that. He's full of uh, Mako. I love that. I love that that game has ruined everybody's. I don't know anybody that used to say um, Mako. Mako. We used to all say Mako. The Mako, Mako reactor? Yeah. Mako. Everybody said Mako. And this game specifically is like Mako. Mako. Yeah. Like, fuck you. You nerds. You knew how to pronounce our game? Well, we made it. Right. Let's and this is how you say now. it. <laughs> this is how you say it. Mako. And they're not wrong. If you look how it's spelled, it's Mako. It's true. Absolutely uh, true. He's, he's full of that Mako. He's got that Mako coursing to his veins. <laughs> That's all right. Um Anyways, very good. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I just never know how to conclude these episodes. I know. Yeah, we. That is that is our week. But yeah, so here's hoping by next week I have a little bit less of a hard time trying to find the fun, mm-hmm. and you continue rocking through that. Uh, I'll say well, it. We it's should- a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. No, we should do someday. Hmm. Uh, we should do a month or something where we pick each other's games. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we can figure that out. That'd be fun. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I want you to finish Final Fantasy VII first. I am. And I also think I'd be better off um, once I hit the end of this uh, project, which, again... It's month-ish. The build's due by a month from now, but that doesn't mean I can't finish early. In fact, I'm sure my bosses would love for me to finish early. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, we'll give it a week or two, see where everyone's at. Maybe we'll start that in February. Nice. But, oh, yeah, I guess when people read this, it's already almost February. So I know. But yeah. I know. We're recording this on the 22nd. So there's about 10 days left. So, um, you know, it just depends. But uh, But yeah. We will keep up with that. I will track your prog. We'll keep tracking your progress in um, Final Fantasy and then figure it out. So I like it. All righty. Well, then I guess we'll call it a week. But um, always remember contact at gaminghistory101.com if you want to send in emails and uh, for the show, Ooh. comments, questions, etc. And if you have questions, questions for trees at gmail.com. 
That's right. You yeah, never I'm know so... when a random week might have to go no. off and he's going to have to record one of these. So That's right. I'm still waiting now. to get some questions in. That's right. Come on, people. Step it up. There we go. All, All right. right well, it. then until next week, happy gaming. Later.